And we are coming coming down down in in three, three, two, two, one. Sports with Drunk Guy. Your host is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Doc. Sheen Washable. Nope. The Rat of a Red Baron. The Master of Massey. And Kenny the Rat. <laughs> he called himself Kenny. <laughs> Actually, I, I, the rat. I, I do enjoy the Rat a lot. It's really grown on me. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're a rat. I know, I know. And according to Kyle, I'm cheap too, which is unbelievable. Cheap rat fuck. Unbelievably true or? Oh, just unbelievable. True, false, it's just unbelievable. Did you uh, buy your own beer today? Kyle, I did. Or did someone else buy it for you? Nope, nope. I, I've bought my own beer for a while. I don't believe that. Well, I've had to, Kyle. I haven't had the, the option to, to milk <laughs> off the teats of you guys. But I was trying to explain to Kyle that it's not because I'm cheap. It's just I hate waste. And I see those poor beers sitting lonely in the fridge for weeks and weeks. It's out of the goodness of your heart. And I just feel so bad for them. So that's why. Out of the goodness of your heart. Right. But they don't like you. Well, that's not for them to decide. I don't know what that means. So Kendall's basically just like raping beers. <laughs> More or less. Alright, well, now that we've tried that on comfortable territory, how's everybody doing this week? Uh, I'm alright. <laughs> Good talk, guys. Yeah, we let the guy just die for, out there. I'm waiting for, I'm just waiting for death to impede. I'm just I'm just kind of over having to wear a mask. Yeah, just kind of over Everything. this. Yeah, pretty terrible. Not great. It's been I'm looking at applying for jobs in like Canada. Bye. Just to start over. <laughs> just hey. start fresh. There's some Tim Hortons up there. Place There's a terrible. Burger King for when Kyle comes to visit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no trains, which is great. <laughs> There's a they couple. Don't believe in trains. Couple here trains and there. are stupid. Nah, trains are stupid. Listen, anyone who listens to our show knows that trains are useless. Let me tell you something. Canada has quite the amount of rivers and, and lakes in it. A lot of boat action going on. Trains became obsolete at least 100 years ago. Kendall, can I tell you something? Yes. When you cross a plane and a boat, what do you get? A flying sea boat? A seaplane. Sea when you cross a train and a boat, what do you get? Nothing. A crash. What do you what do you <laughs> get when you cross a train and a plane? Nothing. I, I, that's all the logic you need. <laughs> you can't land a train on the water, but you can fly a boat. I like to play. I like to play a song. 
Um, from <laughs> just hurt my head to think about. Blimps are just boats in the sky. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. They're propellers. They have a cabin. I tell you what. When was the last time anyone saw a blimp? Uh, today. Uh, really? Yeah, I have a model Goodyear blimp that I fly around sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it's a blimp. I also That's saw fair. a blimp. I also saw a closed-down blimpy. Does that count? No. Well, that, they're all closed. That absolutely counts. That's not true. There's one. There's one that's still open, and you can still get all the mayonnaise that you want. <laughs> Bring souls. Nah. Um. Hey. If somebody can get it right on the dot, uh, something will happen. I don't know. How many blimps are there actually active around in the world right now? Does that include the the, the unmanned blimps that fly in stadiums? Um. Let's see. You really looked this up. Yeah. Kyle, this is imperative to our show. There's not much sports yeah. happening. We need to bet on something. Yeah, Massey's just a less attractive Penelope Garcia. I'll take it. <laughs> but he's a more attractive uh, train. Because trains are stupid. Who's doing Lamaze into the mic? Um... Uh, if I had to guess, Kyle. <laughs> what am I doing? Breathing, like, into the microphone. My phone's on my chair. Yeah, but the microphone part is that's on the headphones is in your mouth. Yes. <laughs> yes, it technically includes that. All right, I'm going to go with 42. You know, it's incredible. I was going to say 47. You still can. I know, but I just thought it was incredible that we were kind of on the same page there. So are you saying 47? 47. Mock and I are on the same page. Finger point guns. Bang, bang, baby. Bang, Kyle? bang. Hey, Kendall, you want to do the mock route and go in the middle? <laughs> well, I, I was going to say 44, but I'm not going to do that now because I'm not going to be the middle guy. That's uh, a good strategy. I'll it, be the middle guy. 44. All right. Uh, 31. Kendall is, is the closest. Suck it, Mock. There, there are between 22 and 25 blimps left in the world. According to who? Uh, about three different websites I just jumped checked. What are the websites? Uh, Blimpopedia. <laughs> is one is... of them Forbes magazine? No. Then I don't trust it. One is Van Wagner Ariel. Uh, one is well, if, if Van Wagner said it, that's a that's a website I contribute to. One is Wikipedia. It looks like all the blimps that are left are pretty much MetLife blimps. Yes, <laughs> snatched them all. They up. all have Snoopy on them, which yes. is what I'm talking about. And then Goodyear has three blimps left that are active. Paul, I don't know if you know this, but before you came on. Kyle was telling us how ridiculous of a concept Snoopy is, and that he hates him. Yeah, well, I mean, anybody who drinks a less impressive Sprite like Mountain Dew would <laughs> not be able to comprehend the culture that is peanuts. <laughs> like, he, he said, like, that that Charlie Brown sucks. I, I couldn't believe yeah, it. Well, well that's why... Well, Mountain Dew, like, what are we talking about here? It's a citrus soda? Like, what does that even mean? Like, 
grapefruits or citrus. Does it taste like grapefruit? No, you're a lemon lime soda. So here's a question: What's better, Mountain Dew or Seven Up? Seven Up, Diet Seven Up. Is there a Seven Up Zero? Because if there is, that <laughs> no, that Seven Up is like as a polar product. Oh. the Zero belongs to Coca Cola, and then it's the uh, uh, what is it like Pepsi Max or something like that? Pepsi, Pepsi One Max. or something like that. Yeah. Just Seven no, Up. No, light. Pepsi One is, is like ten years old and doesn't exist anymore. Oh, That's man. in the Crystal Pepsi box of ideas. <laughs> Right where so orange, toast of excellence. Right where vanilla orange coke. Uh, not even toast of excellence. We need starting lineups. Oh yeah, Kyle, I'll go first. Um, I had a really cool beer from Firefly that was a stout, but um, for reasons I'm not going to get into that most people on the show know, I couldn't drink it where I was before, <laughs> and now I'm in the car, and so the beer and the beers in Kyle's room. Kyle, so, deliver it. We're going to take a quick break. Kyle goes to deliver the beer. No, he won't do that because I, I had to go out to the store and buy him his beer while he sat home. And then when I got home, I asked him if he'd go down to the car and get it while I ran to the pharmacy. And I still had to bring it up. So, Kyle, you're, you're cold sitting cold. here calling Kendall a cheap rat. I'm paying him for it. No, Kyle's just sure. a lazy rat. Yeah, Kendall's never bought me anything. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> I feel like You I, owe me a house. I do you owe you a house. house. I yeah, bought well, you some nice things. <laughs> I remember I bought Kendall that cool Coors Light sign that I think is still leaning against his wall. No, no. Hey, Kendall, guess what, guess what I did the other day at the storage unit? What? I uh, threw away... Uh, the Jaws poster. Oh, no. Really? Nah, I didn't do that. I'm going to make you and Kyle fight over it one more time. Paul, you <laughs> could just give it to me. It's a, it's a Natagaster at uh, Captain Quint from the Jaws. It's a, it's a cutout where you put your face in it. And take pictures I'd, I'd like to turn it into a trading card. It's a big trading card, but yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kendall, or yeah, Kendall. All right, from Cisco Brewers, established in Nantucket in 1995, Whale's Tail Pale Ale. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Kyle, if you can reach it, could you tell them what I would be drinking? I'm delivering it. Don't let, Samantha's in the living room. You can't let her see it. He'll take, he'll take the elevator. <laughs> Be, you joke about the elevator, but Kyle has that weird little closet that he can sneak through to get to the front door. That is true. <laughs> what? So Kyle, Kyle's house, when you walk in the front door, you would go down through the living room. You take a right turn to go down a hallway where there's some bedrooms. Take another right turn to go down a hallway where there's a bathroom. And then take another right turn, and then it's a dead end and where Kyle's bedroom so you take you essentially have just made a giant square. Yeah. You're almost at the front door, except there's a wall there. Well, that wall is a closet that has a door on both sides. You can walk right through the closet back in. <laughs> it is an awesome also, feature. Kyle, also, Kyle told me that like Indians used to live in the house before him, and I found out that it was a 92 year old Italian man. <laughs> so, 
They're like Kyle, the same thing. I, I think Kyle has a totally different understanding of some words that we've used before. <laughs> Should we do um, gang sports with drunk vocabulary? So not only did Kyle deliver it, but he brought it out covered in a sweater. Wow. Oh, thanks, guy. Kyle, you want to say hi to the fans? Hello, everyone. Hey, there's so oh, hey, I love that guy. guy. You're not sitting in the car with me. Oh. All right, well, while Kyle's doing that, I'll do my uh, toast of excellence. Or my uh, starting lineup. I'm drinking Toadstool Oat Stout from Firefly Hollow Brewing Company. And I don't know if you guys remember the, the books that we used to read when we were kids that had the two frogs on them. Frog and Toad? Yeah, it looks just like the Toad. It's just Toad. It's exactly Toad. That's cool. wearing that, uh, that. I hope it was toad. made with Toad. Yeah. Oh, no, it was made with Toadstool. Ooh. <laughs> hey, so Paul, where is that from? It's from Firefly Hollow Brewing in Bristol, Connecticut. You know, they're, I, uh, they're known for making the very popular Connecticut beer, Coneflakes. I looked at a house when we were looking at houses, like <laughs> right down the street from there, and that was almost the selling point. <laughs> Just having a brewery right there? Yeah, it, w- it would have been super close. And Mark, Bristol you- was so far out of the way of everything. <laughs> Yeah, I like this place, Marissa. It's so far from everything. Yeah, not from beer, though. <laughs> it, it was really, like, within walking distance. I'm really glad that you don't live near a brewery, because I would really hate to hear about, like, how that brewery is the best brewery in the world all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'd become a real homer. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't become a homer. You'd become a super fan. Yeah. I am Cornholio. And I'm a... <laughs> I, uh, Mark, what are you I, drinking? I'm drinking my last Budweiser. <laughs> you have to go out and get more. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Chris? Massey? The Mass? Uh, let's see. From the Snapple Beverage Corp in Plato, Texas, I am drinking lemon Snapple. You know, Mass, you're up your ship. <laughs> it's Snapple, Apple, or Bust. Fam. No, I like the peach one, man. Peach is right up there with mango. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, you're just a terrible. Honestly, pro- honestly, whichever one gives me kidney stones first is where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there's that. All right. Toast of excellence. Well, hold the fuck on. <laughs> I am drinking dogs and boats. From the Beard Brewing Company in Southington, Connecticut. Good nice. brewery. Yeah, now you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> all right, start our uh, toast of excellence. Aren't you told of silence to Massey? For just being an idiot? You hope I'm going to kill him? All right. So uh, uh, I'd, like, I'd like to give a toast. Go ahead. Uh, Bill Murray and Guy Fieri announced today that they're going to do a televised nacho eating competition. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I will be tuning in for that. I also would like to do a toast of excellence to John Krasinski's uh, some good news network thing that he's been doing. Because uh, recently, two members, two fans of The Office uh, got engaged via the way Jim and Pam did on The Office. So he became an ordained minister to marry them on the Zoom chat. And had all the members of the office on us do the dance from the wedding episode. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, you know everybody except Stanley, which makes sense. <laughs> you know that I guy was like, that guy was too busy doing uh, 
uh, Honey Nut Cheerios commercials. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy watching hentai. Oh my god! Well, remember yeah, that, the, the, the deleted scene? Yeah, I know, but that was just that was just funny. <laughs> Anybody uh, else have a yes. toast for Beckland? Yes, my toast, which I really hope this comes full circle and happens. But it's to Mike Tyson, who might be making his boxing comeback. There is no maybe. He announced today he's coming back. I, I know, like, he, he put the thing out saying I'm back and everything. But I haven't seen that the fight is announced. And I want to watch that. So I hope he bites another ear off. <laughs> and gets re-banned from Vegas again. <laughs> but Mike Tyson. <laughs> yep, Kyle gets it. I gotta tell you, I've been on so many blimp websites in the past ten minutes. It's absurd. <laughs> now I'm currently researching zeppelins. <laughs> I do love rigid uh, dirigibles. It says they estimate that there's only twenty-five to thirty blimps in the world, and even fewer zeppelins. I don't know how they can't have an exact number of zeppelins, just like the size of eight blimps. <laughs> how do they not know how many blimps? I don't understand. They they've got to be registered. I don't know, man. World. Here's the thing. How many people do you know that could fly a blimp? Yeah. yeah you know, I know one guy that claims he can fly a plane. And I know one guy that plays tra- train simulator in his bed. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it just, the operating system need, doesn't work. I need, so I does anybody else have a toast to excellence, or can I crack this I do. hand delivered? I do. Real oh, quick. Uh, the players' union uh, and owners sat down. It looks like there's a plan in place for hopefully uh, Major League Baseball to start in July, hopefully. So that's my, my yeah. toast to that. I'd like to talk about that more later. No, baseball's canceled. Everyone knows it. All right, I'm opening my beer. So this isn't necessarily a toast of excellence, just something I saw on Reddit the other day that I figured to talk about you read it on reddit yeah um these are a list of things that were invented after frank gore was drafted by the 49ers in 2005 hey real quick before you do that kyle can you come get the rest of these and bring them upstairs no (laughs) (laughs) all right um reddit twitter buzzfeed playstation 3 Windows Vista, the first Nintendo Wii, the first iPhone, Hulu, the Large Hadron Collider, Bitcoin, Instagram, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans as of April 21st, 2020. <laughs> which... And COVID-19. And COVID-19. But... Look, there's, there's, a, there's a much simpler way to sum it up, okay? Frank Gore has an 18-year-old son, and he's played for 16 years of his life. <laughs> not only not only that, he is starting at Southern Miss this year. Frankor has a ch- they have a chance to become the first father son duo in the league, which would be fucking amazing. It would be cool, but well, they're gonna need they're gonna need a family member because it's the only way you're gonna carry his dead body off the field. <laughs> Nobody else is gonna go near that monster in his fucking pants. The guy's still producing too. Yeah, semen. Just by the bucket. Who is he with now? Is he with the Jets? Yes. 
Look, Frank Gore is one of those people that whatever team he's on, I hope they win eight games because that means that he probably rushed for a thousand yards. Yeah. Will Frank Gore make it into the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wait, did Kyle? Did you have a toast? Nah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to ask. All right, so Mark, you want to do your segment? Uh, yeah. Good, because I don't remember what it was. I was thinking all day about what it was, and I refused to go back and listen to it. It, um... However, I did go back and listen to the podcast to prove that Kyle drank Larry's beers and that I didn't drink them. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, it, okay, so last, last week, I believe we did basketball. This week, we'll do hockey. And it's just... Any any like all time sports mo- or hockey moment that you wish you could have been there live? Are we gonna do the same thing like one sport bias, like one team bias, and one non? Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, Matthew, Kyle, lead us off. First. Oh, oh, all right, Matthew, nope. go ahead. Nope, it's your segment. You said your segment. Kyle, go first. This is the second week. You got to keep this going. <laughs> he says my name, but somebody else goes. Kyle, go. I would like if somebody else went, but I'll I'll go. Because <laughs> I have to think about it. Look, Kyle, everyone knows it's going to be a miracle. <laughs> no, that's my father's. You tell me that does he cry every time that movie's on? Is that the story? No, Eddie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I don't think there's like any penguin moments that are like. Probably when they won the Stanley Cup. I wish I was there when we were in Pittsburgh. Because they won that night. We were there. Yeah, but we were at, like, partying with everybody. Well, we were dead from dehydration. (laughs) (laughs) Was it that one, or was it when you smoke a lot of cigarettes? No, that was the Steelers game. The the Stanley Cup finals are in June, so it had to be the Pirates game. Unless it was one of those weird June Steelers games you drag us to. Yeah. The pre-pre-pre-season where Ben plays with himself for 40 minutes. <laughs> I guess it would have been that one where we could have been at that game and seen it happen. And then non-biased is when Charlie Conway fucking idiot. You're such an idiot. I, I knew you were. I knew you were going to say something Mighty Ducks related. Is that <laughs> when Gordon Hayward scored the game-winning goal against the Sharks? Man, that movie's trash. Nobody caught that. <laughs> I, I caught it. Gordon Gordon I heard you say right, so Gordon my, Hayward my, score against my the Sharks. My biased one is going to be: I wish I was in TD Garden in Boston when the Blackhawks did the uh, two goals in 17 seconds. Yeah. Would have loved to have seen a lot of stunned fans. Would have been pretty cool. Pretty cool. And then for my non-Chicago Blackhawk moment, um, I would have wanted to be in the stadium when... Uh, uh, hold on, I have a blank on the other team. Um, Got to go to Google. Oh, uh, um, when the... Uh, I wish I could have been in the stadium in 1997 when the uh, Colorado Avalanche and Red Wings had that like massive team-on-team brawl where everybody was bleeding all over the ice. Huh. I, I I think I would also like to have been there when Ovi won. I think that's my other one. Fuck you, Kyle. 
Yeah, you I mean, you guys, <laughs> you guys could have went together. <laughs> yeah, friends, man. You guys are to be friends. Why can't you guys do things together? You I don't want to be with folks. Wow, that was racist. I guess like you could have that one, and I'll think of another one. Said, Why are you thinking of three? I don't. I didn't the have first, one. The first one he said was a Mighty Ducks thing, which is a fictional movie. I know that's good enough. Can Not I? Good. I feel bad because I want. I was going to do the seventeen seconds as well, but I feel like that's me copping out after you said it. Well, it's all the time, so it's okay. Oh well, thanks, thanks, friend. <laughs> Tell a lot of fucking roll to me. You you can you can still do it, Kendall. It's like you're, you're still we're, we're a fan of the same team, so it's like there's going to be like things like that that would happen. Yeah. So I guess it would be that, and then I, <laughs> and then I think the the moment, yeah. and I think the moment uh, non biased would be the the day uh, that uh, Carolina had their first game after leaving Hartford. Uh, what a great moment that was for that fan base. I think I'd like to have been there for that. Wow. Really just stick dark. it stick it to those Whalers fans. That was aggressive. Yeah, you know why? Because people are overly nostalgic about the Whalers, and it makes no sense, and it bothers me. Oh, pro team magic, jackass. Kyle, it doesn't matter. They, they, That's not true. We have the Connecticut Sun. Yeah, take that. <laughs> Enjoy your cheeseburger in paradise. Team. A- yeah, another one. The, the Black Wolves. Yeah. yeah, the Mohegan Black Wolves. Yay. We also have the professional uh, porn team, Mohegan Black. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Mock, do you have one? So, so I'm at an impasse here. <laughs> um. So. Non non bias, I guess would be to just kind of watch Wayne Gretzky in his prime. Just any game, yeah, just pretty much anything. For you know when he was at like his his peak, so like his whole career. Um, yeah, I was gonna say so from the minute <laughs> that he laced him up to the minute he did. Yeah. Um, well, so now I'm trying to figure because I mean, what? I don't I don't follow. Much hockey, but I, I mean, for a while, no, <laughs> <laughs> you come on, you know, I tell you, Paul, you missed my window because there was a good like three years where I did, but he loved no, Charlie, you followed the Bruins, I followed the Bruins, but um, and then for five months after that, you followed where they all went, and then you stopped caring because you realized you couldn't watch them anymore. Well, yeah, they traded all my guys away, and that was a real bummer, um. All right, so which team do you want me to do this for? I want you to do it for the Ottawa Senators. All right. I wish I was there to watch. Um, I can't name a guy on that team. Make one up. <laughs> yeah. Nikolai. <laughs> no. Um. Huh. The biased one is tough because, I, I mean, I don't really have, like, a locked-in – Hockey team. I guess it would be the Rangers, kind of by default. So, we'll say I, I wish I could have watched Mike Richter's retirement game. That guy played okay. for a long time. He was pretty All good. Right. 
Chris? So mine would have been uh, Game Seven of the Women's Stanley Cup, and non-biased would have been to obviously have some help so i'm pretty sure that the night that the blues won the stanley cup was the same night i fell asleep outside of my hotel room in mansfield (laughs) Hmm. they're not they're not related but i think it was the same why did you fall asleep outside that all right so patio bugs it was it was my last night there And the whole team I was, like, working with, we all went out for dinner. And there was a good, like, 30, 35 people. And, like, the boss of the project was like, listen, I'm going to put everything on my company credit card. Which set off the green light in my head, meaning they're not accounting for what anyone is having. So I I, I did some damage at the bar. And then uh, when I got back to my room... He called me. Well, when I got back to my room, I um, realized that I still had like six beers out of my 12-pack left. So I went ahead and set up uh, my chair outside and was watching the game. And then uh, drank said beers, and then I woke up outside. Isn't that the best? Well done. It's just kind of how it went. This makes me want to go on a work retreat and just drink beers outside. Yeah. All right. Very good. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Sorry, I had to put the dog upstairs. Did you touch his butt? No, he was about to start barking. That's fair. All right, Kyle, what do you got? What do you got? I got five on Here. it. Boom, 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 I was wondering how long you guys were going to go. Boom, boom. Uh, are we okay? Are we doing starting? We wait to a new hour. He's Mister He Miser. He's Mister Sun. Oh, All right, we're gonna take a quick break and see you guys. Ooh, I like this Tua or Burrow. Who do you got? It's a picture of Maui from Mona and then Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> That's very funny. Should we get into the Mount Rushmores? Yeah, we can do whatever you want, man. All right. Uh, it's Kyle's show. Whatever makes him happy. Nah. Kyle, would you like to... Kyle? Kyle? Mock? Kyle? Paul? Massey? Kyle, do you want to tell us kind of how this came to be? What? Do you want to tell us how this segment kind of came to be? Uh, we just kind of thought about it. God, what you... <laughs> <laughs> just uh, storyteller. So Kyle pitched Kyle. an idea to the group, and it was it was a good idea, and it's something we may look at doing down the road. Where he wanted to do a Mount Rushmore of every uh, MLB team, kind of like in our the past twenty years since we've been watching baseball or so, and um, looking to kind of 
some discussion came to a bit, you know, well, could we do it for all teams? You know, is it going to be too too boring, too long? So then kind of as a group effort, you know, through some great ideas from Kyle Paul, Mark Massey, we broke it up into doing more fun segments for Mount Rushmore's, uh, which we're going to give you today. And the uh, the Cliff Notes version. You know, Massey didn't respond all those texts. Hey, does he even know what segment he has? Uh, like what? What thing he has? Yes. Not till today or not till right now? Uh, no, as of like four o'clock today. Which is in the ball Because the Canada Dry Chat's basically active five days out of seven days a week. Yeah. Right. So, what did you think of the images that I sent the other day? Oh, so I kept the rat and I deleted both eyes. So they <laughs> they don't exist in my chat anymore, but they exist in yours. They were terrifying. I tell you what, there was a couple other ones um, that I almost sent, but even I was like, ooh. Yeah, I, I didn't really appreciate that. But the rat was funny. Well, I'm you go first, I guess. Okay. Which one did you have? I had four of them, Kyle. Yeah, which one did you have? For basketball, uh, I had uh, best NBA sloppy dunks, Joe uh, for the NBA slam dunk contest. What'd you have? The NBA slam dunk contest. No, that wasn't what it was. It was best individual dunks from contests. Okay, individual dunks from the NBA dunk contest. All right. Yeah, all right. Shit, if you're gonna fuck, fucking fuck it up, fuck it up right. So I put on there uh, Aaron Gordon's uh, over the mos- mascot slam dunk from 2016. Uh, I put Michael Jordan's uh, kiss the rim dunk from '87. That's so funny. Why? <laughs> That's that. Yeah. The mayonnaise. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, I put Spud Webb from the Atlanta Hawks from 86. What, him just and... being there? Huh? Like him just being there? Yeah. What did he do? Like, do you want me to pull up the videos for it? Um, I, I do have a quick question, not to interrupt. Uh, were we hanging on to the uh, since 2000 thing? Yeah, I think that was supposed to be part of it. <laughs> was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was in the direction. Don't, oh. don't change yours, but I, I'm just, I, I wanted to make sure because I would change mine if I had to. No, well. Sorry, right, Matt. Real quick. I'm no, sorry, right, Matt. It's fine. I read back far enough where it said what mine were, and I was like, all right, I'm going to do research on this. What? Um. And then Vince Carter's uh, dunk from 2000. So Which one? The 360 windmill. No. Acceptable answers also would have been just all of Vince Carter's dunks. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be a homer. But so much Vince what do you mean a homer? You're barely a Raptors fan. Well, hey, I'm he was there Raptors. for the title. <laughs> no, he was there for Kawhi. <laughs> Which was bullshit, by the way. Um, right. I'll I'll do my NBA one. 
Right. My, mine was uh, for the best hairstyle in the NBA since 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, in no particular order, I have the Ben Wallace Afro. Nice. Uh, good pick, Mark. The, the Birdman Mohawk. Yeah. Ooh. Good one. Uh, pretty much anything Jeremy Lin. <laughs> and uh, the fourth one, I put LeBron James's hairline. <laughs> How it's gotten better. <laughs> It's kind of changes season to season. Depends how much sunlight he gets. Yeah, <laughs> he's very photosynthetic. <laughs> Does anybody That's have any word, any other uh, any other submissions that they think should be in there? So I did have a couple of like honorable mentions. All right. I had um, Allen Iverson's cornrows. You mean the ones where his mom did a mid-game? Yes. Um, what Now, did Mello also have that at one point? Cornrows? Yeah, he had him in Denver. In Denver. Um, there was another one that I had. I <laughs> I was going to just put Bald Shack. <laughs> I was going to say Bald Jason Kid. Nah. Edmund's hair. Oh, the other honorable mention, and I met because I couldn't remember the fourth one, so I put the LeBron James one. It was the Stephen Adams long hair and mustache. <laughs> that yeah, replaces that LeBron. <laughs> that is funny when you really break it down and think about it. It's I tell you, I saw a picture the other day of when Stephen Adams first came into the league, and then now, and it's hilarious. I saw that. It's like a totally different person. <laughs> you mean like when James Harden didn't have a beard? Yeah, also, yeah. like a terrifying picture. Oh, yeah. man. Kyle, what do you got? I had ugliest jump shots. Um, Sean Marion. You guys all have seen his, right? Doesn't yeah, he, like, he like many times cocks it to the right, or am I thinking of somebody else? Somebody else. He just kind of like, okay. <laughs> like that, just like that. Somebody else. <laughs> Completely dismissed. Yeah. All right. Who else? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> if you look at his jump shot formation, his elbow's very in. Which means why he can't really shoot. You can be a tumbo with more of a pass than it is a shot. No, 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 no. And then Joe Kim Noah. He had the worst jump shot I've ever seen. Pretty good from the free throw line, though. These are all pretty rough. Joking no, it was like he was setting up for a chest pass. Yeah. <laughs> Saw a video of, like, a kid <laughs> making fun of him. I think no. the worst one of them, though, is Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Why? Because everybody else could actually sink shots with it? And he exactly. Couldn't. I mean, Lonzo right. also has a pretty ugly jump shot. Yeah. But he kind of changed it. A little. Paul, what do you got? Oh, I don't have any. I assigned them. Oh, Kendall, what do you got? For NBA, I had uh, perimeter defenders. You would think the weak one. Is it a weak one? I was excited. Shut up. Uh, On my Mount Rushmore, I have Kobe Bryant. Kawhi Leonard, 
run our test. And just because it's a guy who's just always been good at like everything he does, I, I put LeBron James on there as well. Oh, man. Uh, perhaps. Um, it's also a meta world piece to you. Well, when he was winning the awards, it was Ron Artest. <laughs> Kendall or Kyle, I'd like to hear what you have to say about this. You said the first two again? I put uh, Kobe and Kawhi were my first two. Patrick Beverly is a pretty good perimeter defender. Doesn't give a lot of love. Who Jimmy would you, Butler. Who would you put him in over, Kyle? Well, I would I put Jimmy Butler in over LeBron. So LeBron for me was kind of like I, I just threw him in just because I, I had no reason. I, I saw like Jimmy Butler was a person I, I flirted with putting on. Um, I don't know. I just I, I felt as though I was kind of was like a damn if I do, damn if I don't situation. So no, I understand. I, I also think that Gary Payton's like worth mentioning. Yep. Well, I didn't put Gary Payton because, you know, I said, just, I kind of stuck solely to 2000 to 2020. Well, he played from 2000 to 2008. What do you got for that? What's your response? Um, no real good answer, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fair enough. Also, I think Avery Bradley should be on that list. Kyle Corver was pretty good. Shut up. No. He wasn't good at anything except shooting threes and looking like Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> nope, that's not Ashton Kutcher. Actually, correction. Ashton Kutcher was good at looking like Kyle Corver. Hey, isn't that the guy they traded a copy of for? Nah, that's just <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. Let's just Kevin dumb... Malone. <laughs> Oh, stop it. Did, did we all go for NBA? Yeah, I don't like Kendall's at all. Sorry, Kendall. <laughs> no? Nah. Give us your four. Yeah, who's your four? So, no, what, yours. Besides LeBron, who who is your, your biggest beef? So you had, I, I wouldn't put Kobe Bryant in there. I think Kobe, Kobe Bryant and LeBron are, are good defenders, but they're not lockdown perimeter defenders. They're not known for their defense. They're known for their ability to score at will and control the game. For my for my four since 2000, I would probably do Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, Marcus Smart. No, he's good. he's really good, but he's, he's I don't think he's the elite. Kawhi Leonard, who did I say Kawhi Leonard and who? Oh, Jimmy Butler, Gary Payton. Tell you, I didn't see that good perimeter D against uh, Kawhi from Jimmy Butler, eh, Kyle? It was great defense. One, he got the lucky (laughs) roll. (laughs) And I would say it could be a toss. I mean, Ron Artest could be thrown in the decision. I also think that um, Patrick Beverly should be in that mix and um avery bradley avery bradley is so good defensively tony allen was pretty good yeah tony allen was a really good defender too so i almost Actually, I probably, 
I would probably give it to Tony Allen, actually, over the rest of them. Tony Allen is, like, the absolute de- perfect definition of a 3 and D. He got his number retired because of his defense. Yeah. So, Tony Allen's so I'm, another I'm, guy. I'm, he was another honorable mention for me, and actually he's, like, a favorite of mine because of his defensive. But I, I felt Ron Artest deserved it because when he was playing, like, Kobe, Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady, Paul Pierce, Vince Carter, Ray Allen, all essentially being in their primes, you know, I think – a guy who doesn't get – he gets love, but he, I think he's thought of more as the dirty player than the good defender. I think, you know, for that reason, he's deserving. Well, but, Ron, but Ron Artest – the thing with, like – the thing with, like, Ron Artest, which is, like, the thing – like, the thing with Ron Artest is that he was kind of, like, bigger than the rest of the defenders, so he didn't match up against everybody. Ron Artest wasn't playing defense on Allen Iverson for an entire game. Whereas, like, a Jimmy Butler who's, like, smaller than Ron Artest will, would play – defense because it's you know it's permanent ron artest was an amazing defender all around but i don't i don't think i don't think that ron artest could slow down alan iverson i don't think ron artest would guard steph curry well j- just for the the era that he played in would be my my bid for him i guess but listen you guys you guys know better than i so I, I respect what what you guys say. Um, yeah, you're, you're damn right. So, but that is my Mount Rushmore. So, suck it. Ooh. I have a Mount Rushmore I'd like to do. All right. Um, I wanted to do a Mount Rushmore of beer animals. <laughs> okay, I like that. All right, so I've got the Red Dog. Red Dog. Yeah. Uh. That's the only one that matters. Put up four of those. He's the worst one. Go ahead. Kyle, you suck. Yeah, I know. Massey's looking for something. I was... I thought I dropped it. Uh, I don't know if Paul's talking, but he's muted. (laughs) Yeah, some of his microphone got muted. Paul, if you're talking... Mute? Yeah, I don't know who muted me because I didn't even touch my phone. Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Alright, so it was the Red Dog Red Dog, the Goose Island Goose, the Guinness Toucan, and the Budweiser Clydesdale. Now, I'm surprised you didn't go Guinness Turtle. So, the Guinness Turtle is a big favorite of mine, but the Toucan, historically speaking, more important animal in the Guinness line. Now, what about the Black Hog from Black Hog? The hey, look, the Black Hog is cool, but you got to talk. You got you got to go on a national <laughs> basis. You know, you know, you go to California, and I ask people, you know, hey, do you know about Black Hog beer? They some of them would say yes, some of them would say no. But you go anywhere in the world, and you say, hey, what do you think about Red Dog? They'll give you an answer. <laughs> you say it's the best beer I've ever had. In fact, one time I drank so many of them, they tasted like whiskey. <laughs> whiskey light. <laughs> All right, you so, uh, like to... Yeah, machine washable. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give me your MLB Mount Rushmore? All right. So, no nope, plot twist. Best dirt at the fields. Ooh. Um, just kidding. Go ahead. Parker Farms. So... I had for MLB, it was the Mount Rushmore of fan moments. So, I instantly had two, 
and the last two are going to be a little spotty. All right. So this may be a collective. Uh, the first one that I had is the Steve Bartman fan interference uh, with the Chicago Cubs. And I think it was in 2003. That's exactly when it was. Yeah. When, uh, I mean, you guys all know the play with the foul ball. He interfe- He catches it before the player can, and the Cubs went on to lose and get knocked out of the playoffs. Buff, 100,000 points. Who was the player that he interfered with? Oh, Alex Rios. No. <laughs> I love Mog's confidence on things. This is so funny all the time. Uh, it was, um, um, I, I can't pronounce it, but his last name's like Alou or something like that. L A O U. Right. Yeah, something like that. Moses Moore, Moses yeah. Alou or something like that. Moises. Did you know that a Did you know that a private sports museum in Chicago paid three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to get that baseball back just so they could destroy it and put it on display? <laughs> But, I mean, that did come full circle when the Cubs won. They bought Steve Bertman a ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other moment that I had that came pretty much instantly was uh, from this past World Series when the Instagram models were flashing Garrett Cole from behind home plate. <clears throat> That's, uh, J- um, what's her face? Uh, Julia Rose? Julia something. I, I don't know. It was just cool. Um, I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> Ever since the World Series, I became a real fan. So, I think for the third spot, I think an, whether it's an honorable mention or, or a spot on the Mount Rushmore, but I think the Marlins guy deserves a spot. So, I had the Marlins guy, and I was kind of, because, like, I, I didn't have him, I didn't put him on because I was trying to find, like, a moment. And he's just, you know, he's a collective thing. But so I, is, I was thinking him. This one's also a little bit more player based versus fan based, but it involves the fans. But when Prince Fielder fell in the stadium in the crowd and ate the nachos, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> the other one I had was, and, and like only because it, it blew up to what it was, was when uh, Aaron Judge was throwing with the kid in the stands. Nah, fuck that kid. <laughs> but uh, Kyle actually brought up a good one from when. Uh, You'll have to refresh, but I think it was a home run ball, and like the dad catches it and hands it to his young kid, and the kid just throws it onto the field. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or there was a, remember the time the kid caught like the 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 first baseman like threw him the ball and he caught it in his glove and then pulled a, like a different ball out yes. on his back and gave it to like the older like girl to like yeah. impress her. Yeah, that would be on there because that was like the smoothest thing. <laughs> That was so funny. <clears throat> yeah. So. Anytime uh, runs onto the field and gets tased is always a good one. The yeah. other, you know, the other thing I thought of, which which might make the list now. Um, but do you guys remember when Will Farrell played in five games in one day to play all nine positions? I do. Yeah, I funnier time. <laughs> That was, what, like, that three was or four like years one ago? Of the best things ever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there, there it is. There's about seven heads on that Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Kyle, what's your baseball one? Sloppy fielders. Ooh. Ooh, hold on. What about the baby catch? Explain. Um. In two th- oh boy, I lost it. 
Hold on, I got it here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold your motherfucking horses, gents. Um. So this app doesn't want to work. But anyway, it was uh, basically uh, it was Cole. I think it was Cole Hamels popped up. I'm pretty sure it was Cole Hamels. But he popped up, and they went to catch it in fair torch, fair uh, in the um out and blah 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 blah. They went to catch it in foul territory over the uh, wall into the stands, and a man like took his baby and like palmed his baby with one hand, and then caught the ball with the other before it went in the glove. I I'm not sure if I remember that. And then they I ended up I having – because it was in, like, 2015, they had all the replay and they viewed <clears> it as fan interference and they, they called out Cole Hamels. Ugh. That's cool. Remember when the guy fell into the hot tub during the All-Star game in Arizona? Yeah. Also, just just a quick etching underneath the four Mount Rushmore things. We didn't, who is the Mount Rushmore? It's Bartman. Bartman, uh, the Instagram models. Yep. Um, Julia Rose. I, think, I think we have to do the ki- the the kid being so smooth with the uh, girls. Yeah. yeah, that one's on there. And then I, I mean, the fourth can be Marlon Man. I think a tiny little etching has to be anybody who's ever caught a foul ball in their beer. What about Mister Freeze? It's not a fan. No, but fans run against them and usually hurt themselves. <laughs> I would love to see Kyle race Mister Freeze. The Mr. Freeze thing is awesome. I pay money to watch that happen. You don't have to pay money to watch it happen. It's on YouTube. No, to watch Kyle do it. Uh, also, yeah, but I want you and I want Ky- I want Chris in the Mr. Freeze costume. Oh God! Do you guys prefer the presidential race or the sausage race? No, the sausage race. <laughs> I hope so. What are you talking about that sausage couldn't get his zipper open and Mr. Freeze <laughs> knocked him over. <laughs> All right, so Kyle, would you have sloppy fielders? All right. Um, so leading off is Mike Piazza. Pretty terrible catcher, like fielding catcher. His defensive WAR of all time was minus point eight three, and his fielding percentage was point nine eight nine. Doesn't sound bad, but the guy had a lot of pass play. Right, Ken. He was way better batting than fielding. <laughs> uh, second was a Yankee, uh, Alfonso Soriano. Um, hard disagree. Um, look at a lot of his plays. He booted everything. His fielding percentage was .96, was below the line. They moved him to the outfield in Chicago, and it made it worse. <laughs> Because you couldn't throw the ball at second. So I got it. Let's see if we can track a fly ball. And that did not happen. All right. Then it's Edwin and Carcione. The lowest percentage on this list was 93%. And he's a first baseman. It's, yeah. It's negative .63. They said he has a tendency of making a routine play look like an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, but he hits bombs. He does. That's why he's a DH now. Yeah, I hope he hits a lot of them this year. And then Mock's favorite player of all time, Julio Lugo. 
point nine point ninety six. A career defensive war of minus thirty. They said he's the anti Ozzy Smith. The next base hit Lugo takes away will be his first. So what that huh. means is that he's never gonna. He pretty much if he hits Adam, he's I. Right. If you move one step, he's not gonna get. It. And then Marcus Semyon for that one year. Yep. And then Mock, ready for this? Yeah. This was an honorable mention because he was second on the list in worst fielders. Derek Jeter. Yep. Okay. We're <laughs> good. His career defensive war was minus 14.7. I don't know what RTOT means, but it was minus one. I think you meant RT, uh, RTOC or whatever the fuck it is. RTOT. What is it? What is it called? Uh, Reserve Officer Training Corps ROTC. Yeah, there you go with Major Payne. <laughs> <laughs> they said he won most of his gold gloves because of the popularity vote. But he still won them. Doesn't mean anything. It kind of does for the record books. Yeah, Brandon Crawford didn't deserve it the last four years. We keep winning them. Joey Joey Votto never deserved MVP. Anyways, Mark Teixeira doesn't deserve life. Overrated fielder. That's what they said. Made a lot of errors. Well, Kyle, your list is from Wikipedia. It's actually from MLB.com. So suck it. MLB.com backslash Wikipedia. He didn't make it. He was just an honorable mention. I thought you would have argued more about it. You kind of know that he sucks at fielding. Uh, yes, Kyle. Derek Jeter sucks. You're right. I didn't say he sucked because he sucked at fielding. Hey, guys. Just so you know, he has no idea that I'm in my car, but Uncle Eddie is standing in front of my car, and he's just pissing on the side of the house. <laughs> <laughs> you should honk the horn. No, I'm not gonna honk the horn because because it's gonna wake Bob up. <laughs> it's just so I'm telling funny. you, Paul, that would be the funniest thing you could do. No, because it's not it's not worth Bob getting in a tirade because then they'd see something come out the window. <laughs> and unfortunately, I think the closest thing to him right now is Amelia. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mass, what was your MLB Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Doubles and triples machine. So, <coughs> so kinda, this was actually yeah. Kyle's idea. He wanted to do an extra base hit Mount Rushmore, but I wanted to eliminate home run guys because obviously, like, if you're gonna put home run guys into them, if you're gonna add home runs into the mix, then it's gonna be a pretty predictable list. But right. if you just do doubles and triples type of thing, so we're not doing a Mount Rushmore that's doubles and uh, a triples Mount Rushmore. We're doing it in combined. Right. So people from who did the most doubles and people who did the most triples. No. And combine them into one. Alright, sure. It's not really... Okay, yep. That's what we're doing, because I don't have any other answer. But it's not supposed to be who had the most. I mean, if somebody hit 57 doubles in, like, a month, but they were all, like, two-out doubles and they never scored, versus a guy who hit... 32 doubles, and on those doubles drove in 63 runs, I think that guy would deserve the nod more than the other guy. Am I wrong? Look, Mark, am I wrong? 
Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, that's true. Because Mock plays softball, and Mass, you just have <laughs> softballs. Ooh, that's true. That's true. That's I true. Up, I brought up the big guns, Louisville Slugger style. RIP <laughs> to that business. All right, so let's do this the consensus list, though. Because we might as fucking well. Watch your fucking mouth. Yeah, all I know is that Edwin Encarnacion has a doubles war of 4.3. Because apparently every position has a war. I don't even know what war stands for. It's wins above replacement, so ask me why that means anything for fielders. Why does it mean anything for fielders? I don't know. I, my guess is that every time they replace a baseball, it adds to the stats. <laughs> it's the only thing I can think about. Anyway, Matt, go ahead. Well, let's do this consensus-wise, because not doing it the way you want it to go. Which Matt, just I do, do it. With. Just do it, Matt. Do it. So... We'll go ahead. I kind of reshuffled this really quickly because forgot about the since 2000s thing. Um, no, didn't even know about it. Uh, I put Pulhos, uh, Adrian Beltre, uh, and Big Poppy on the list. And then I also threw in. Uh, hold on. Jose Reyes. Yeah, Reyes was overrated. No, he was just hurt all the time. Was no, he was overrated. When he was healthy, he was the best guy on the field. That's not true. Yes, yes, it was. Kyle. <laughs> Adrian Beltre is always a fun name. I did quite a bit. He had a lot of doubles because he ended up in Seattle for a few years. And it's impossible to hit a home run there. <laughs> it's a dense, rainy air. True. I read it on Reddit. <laughs> like, he's fucking Seattle. And then, like, he finally got out of there and then started fucking raping again. Because if you go to Seattle, you suck. <laughs> just, a, just a fact of life? Yeah. All right. Do I have any disagreements? Anybody who would like to put it in instead? No, I think it's good. All right. There you go. Kendall? I had a uh, Bunt Kings, uh, best bunters in MLB uh, over the past 20 years. Um, now, this is a very tough uh, like stat to search. It, it's It's... It's not really recorded as his own thing. It's recorded as, you know, sacrifice or, you know, just infield hits. So it's just, it's kind of a pain to look up. But uh, just kind of from memory and doing some quick research, uh, my list is uh, Juan Pierre, um, who was like the bunting machine. Um, this stat really sticks out to me. <laughs> he attempted 632 bunts in his career. Oh, my God. Uh, Holy shit! Uh, hitting, you know, for 215, got him on base. So uh, a success rate of 34, percent which is one of the highest uh, of the modern era. Um, I also put on Ichiro Suzuki, um, which is 
sort of a, a, a cop out, but just because like the nature of the way he swings, it seems like he's always kind of <laughs> bunting. The guy is like out of the box even before he's done swinging. Um, but you know, good enough to be on the list. Um, Kyle, here's a name for you: uh, Willie Tavares. Yeah, he makes the list because he actually led the league uh, twice, two thousand five, two thousand seven. Uh, he's a bunting leader. And then, actually, I was going to actually have Jose Reyes, but unfortunately, his injured career kind of precludes him from being on this list. Um, yeah, because he's overrated. No, no, he was good. Um, yeah, he wasn't great. He was just okay. He was average. No, no, he, 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 he was above average. Just, just you know, he was, he was hurt all the time. Uh, but Billy Hamilton is the guy rounding out the list. Um be bunting every time. Yeah, pretty much. But actually, he has a very uh, high success rate. Uh, it was uh, 33%, which is above uh, the major league average. So that is my uh, Mount Rushmore for bunters. So he bunted on 33%? No, no, no. Getting, that was get, success? Getting on, on base. Oh, I was going to say, he bunted every three at best. He like, <laughs> one out of three? He should. Well, he pretty much does anyway. I mean, there's a... <laughs> I didn't record the stat properly, but it's something like one out of every 14 at-bats, Juan Pierre is bunting. <laughs> yeah. He was good at it, too. Great. So there's other people like Brett Gardner, you know, could make a case for himself, like Marwin Gonzalez. Um, this is by Billy Hamilton just is... That's basically what he's only good for. The guy could just get on base. Yeah, definitely not him. <laughs> I would have took that whole. I would have took that category into a whole different thing. I would have won by sacrifice bunts. Well, for Juan yeah. Pierre, he's on the list. Um, has a very uh, high sack bunt. I don't. I don't have the stats that's on the computer. I just copied over my for hits. But he was on the list. Um, and Ichiro was two, uh, but the other two, um, Billy Hamilton and Willie Tavares, no, not so much uh, for sacrifice. I have a beer one. Okay. All right. Lay it on us. All right. Five, or the, the Mount Rushmore of the four worst American-made beers. So, uh, Natural Light, <laughs> Michelob Ultra. Um, and this is like no, no, like, like, uh, flavored beers or anything like that. Um, Miller 64. I can't wait for Kendall to defend all of these. And Keystone Premium. No, I'm not defending any of these beers. Well, you would. So, so I I have a couple I'd like to put on. Kyle, do you know what was voted the worst beer in America by beer drinkers? Bush Light. Milwaukee's best. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Miller High Life? Nope. Um, let's see where Miller High Life ranks on here. Well, I just passed Budweiser Heavy, like Bud Heavies, and I haven't seen Miller. Yeah, Miller High Life is not in the top fifty, but Bud Heavy is. That's ridiculous. Nope. There's some weird ones in here, like uh, the B40 Bull Max. That was terrible. Uh, the Bud Light Chilada. 
Ooh, oh god. Ice house <laughs> light. <laughs> oh, actually, there there is one Miller High Life beer on here. Kendall, a beer you've never had. Miller High Life Ice. I didn't even know that exists. <laughs> yeah, that was a real thing. So it was a Miller High Life, but it was 9.5%. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was, like, just as bubbly as Miller High Life, and it tasted just like Miller High Life. Think it just of, had more booze in it. Oh, my God. Think of the It was essentially like pouring a shot of vodka in every, like, <laughs> High Life. Sounds amazing. Let's write a letter. Let's bring it back. That would probably kill Kendall. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. Because he would drink them like a normal high left, so he'd have, you know, his typical 35 of them. Yeah, so Kendall, they came They came in cans. Wait. The cans were like a dark, like a midnight blue instead of gold. And then it said Miller High, Miller high Life Ice, and then it had the lady was on the crescent moon, but, like, she was kind of outlined in blue, and she was smoking a cigarette. Were they tall boys? Or, like, 16s, or just... No, they were just twelve ounce cans. My God, they were fourteen ounces. <laughs> they came in. They, they came handle. in thirty packs. Oh my God! It was God. a six cent deposit. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Anyway. Oh, just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Did we best? all do our baseball one? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Kyle, give us your NFL one. I had big boy plays for all of us. Oh, here you go, Kyle or Kendall. I found a shirt that says I only drink Miller High Life three days a week, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. <laughs> That's awesome. I also Kendall's going to get that tatted. I also found a tin tacker sign that says Miller High Life, and it's got a cowgirl wearing a cowboy hat and nothing else. Sold. No, it's sold, dick. I bet you'd hang that in your living room. Not the cool Coors Light sign you have for the Steelers Super Bowl. I have it. He doesn't, I have it. He doesn't care about us, man. I care. Oh man, look at look at this vintage Miller High Life Light signature bucket with glass bottles filled with liquid rotating lamp. That that sounds cool. Yeah, I just actually bought it. I'm gonna break it. <laughs> <laughs> just cause. Dump a bunch of booze on it. Mark, let me tell you a quick funny story before we get more into these things. I made up a joke to Kendall that uh, that we had kind of joked about ourselves that I told Kendall that I sent out a text in the group chat giving free range of my liquor cabinet and that only you and that only you responded and then I found out that somehow only you got it. And then Kendall was like, So like what's left? And I was like, Mark, <laughs> I was like, Mock took it all and he goes, Don't say that. <laughs> he goes, I'm just gonna have to go it's to his house here. then. Broke my heart. Don't you come here. I don't want you Milford scum in my town. I was born in the born in the M. Hold it down for the yeah, dub. Man. Gross. Ooh, you forgot about Miller High Life Chill too. So Kyle, your NFL Mount Rushmore? Um so big boy plays. Autumn big Mount man Mount. plays. Whatever. Uh, number one, would... no. I was gonna say because you had your original category stolen, didn't you? I did. I I'm didn't. I didn't mean to. I didn't. I didn't see it. <laughs> I was all excited, and Paul said no. Kyle, I was like, oh damn. 
And then Kendall, I think that Kyle said no by a rat. And then Kendall texted him privately after saying, give me my fucking segment. <laughs> Alright, sorry, Kyle, go ahead. Big boy plays. So, Big man plays. Uh, Dan Connolly. He had the longest ever kick return for an offensive lineman against the Packers, 71 yards. Is that the guy in the Patriots? Yeah. Yep. That immediately just put both hands over the ball and was ready to be tackled. Yeah. And then all of a sudden was like, oh, wow, look at that. There's Campbell Trunk Soup down there. (laughs) Yeah, what else you got? Uh, Vince Wolfork. So what happened was he went out to cover the flat for some reason against the Chargers. He tipped it up in the air and picked it off. And ran 14 feet before he got tired. (laughs) (laughs) He's still running. But I thought that was pretty cool. I have an old one on here, but I'm going to change that one to the BJ Raji touchdown one. I got to go. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It was William the Fridge Perry. That was kind of the first ever big man moment, but I can't use it. And then Sam Adams. He was a 350-pound defensive tackle. Picked off Brady for a 37-yard touchdown. <laughs> no love for the Tabahali touchdown throw? That's what I was thinking. Nah, I like when they have to run. Yeah. Fuck the offensive touchdown. It's too bad we said 2001 because I didn't love Larry Adams chase down. Oh, who's next? Nobody's disputing any of these, so. Um, I guess I'll go. Yeah, why don't you? NFL on-field antics. Uh, Ignoring the fact that we were talking about 2000s, because I really pay attention to that. Uh, I said... uh, Bengals linebacker. Vontaze perfect. Vontaze perfect, thank you. Uh, All-time great. Now, he said um, T.O., but obviously we're doing 2000s on, so T.O. doesn't count, so we went with Antonio Brown. Why, T.O. counts? He played well into the 2000s. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, that whole Cowboys thing happened in the 2000s. So did the Buffalo Bills thing when he ate the popcorn in the stand. Yeah, he did that Dallas, too. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. (laughs) Don't call it a comeback. And then there was no real one that I'm aware of. I mean, I guess Odell. Ocho Cinco. But that's not really antics. He was just doing touchdowns and stuff. I mean, Odell makes sense. Yeah. All right, those are the four. Who was the guy that pretended to shoot himself in the leg like Plaxico after he scored a touchdown? Oh man, I remember that happening, but I don't. I don't remember who it was. He pretended to do. It was Plaxico and somebody else. He pretended to do like the jet celebration, and then pretended to like die, like a plane was dying, and then started dancing and then shot himself in the leg, like as a joke. Stevie Johnson. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Buffalo Bob receiver Stevie Johnson. Uh, it was a Buffalo. It has to be him because it was a Buffalo Bills player. Yeah. Uh, pretended to to shoot himself in the thigh. 
also, I, don't think, I don't think Antonio Brown really makes the list, though, because he wasn't really a big on-field answer. Right, that's what I couple, was saying, but... He threw a couple temper tantrums, but, I mean, really, all his stuff was, like, you know, against postal workers and females. <laughs> he did a couple things. What, kicking the punter? Oh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Kyle, that that's, because, so Kyle that's because you secretly love Vontez Burfecht. No, I don't. Yep. If he became right. a Steeler, you'd be like, he's all right. No, yeah. I wouldn't. All right, so in all seriousness, though, let's say... Uh, let's I mean, say Patrick, Pe- Patrick Peterson has a pretty fucked up temper. Cortland Finnegan? Uh, Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman would be a good one. He's a big shit talker. Yeah. Has that whole thing with Crabtree and Aaron Andrews interview. Uh, got punched by Trent Williams in the face. Um, shit-talked Brady after the game. Sure, Richard Sherman in place of Antonio Brown. That works. Now he's teammates with Trent Yeah, I guess they made up like a week later. Also, like, what about like the Dominican Sioux? Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a big one. Forgot about him. He like stepped on people. <laughs> stepped on him, kicked him. Forgot about the Dominican Sue. Steps on a guy's right. chest, looks at the ref, and goes, "What?" <laughs> What's funny about the Dominican Sue is that he very quickly got the nickname Donkey Kong Sue, and then everyone was like, "Oh, we can't call him that because he's black, and that's racist." <laughs> so we're gonna call him Burnt White Chocolate. Good name though, Donkey Kong Sue. <laughs> that, was a, that was a nickname he was given. That's 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 a good one. Mm. We could do one for dumb nicknames. I'll go with Legatron. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Dude, I that hate that dumb. name. So, um, like, my my NFL one was non-offensive touchdown. And again, like, I had three that hit, and, like, I couldn't get a fourth. So, the first one that I have is the Devin Hester kick return in the Super Bowl. Yep. The second one I have is uh, it's a funny autocorrect on my phone, but Percy Harvin had a 109-yard kick return in the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, the other one, which I think if I think this play is actually still happening, um, it's the James Harrison pick six. I think he's still running down the field. Yeah, I should have called a timeout. So we'll, we'll start with a little bit. <laughs> Play. I watched the highlight. It took so long. <laughs> it's one of those things I'm watching. Go. How did nobody catch him? <laughs> it took that guy five minutes to run across the field. <laughs> he was bigger than all the receivers. I could. could... <laughs> you think Larry would have at least been able to chase him down exactly? He was at the end of the play. He was at the so, goal line. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. I know what the fourth one is, and it's a huge bummer, but I just thought of another one that probably should be on the list. Deshaun Watson? Just kidding. You mean Deshaun Jackson? No, it was a joke. I was was joking. No, when I made the list, I did put the fourth one as the Miracle at the Meadowlands, because as much as it fucking sucked, it was a a monument. Mark, if you don't want to, if you don't want to put it in, the honorable mention can take over when Devin Hester had to kick six against the Giants after a missed field goal. <laughs> I remember that too, just because that was a cool one. Um, no, the other one that I thought of that I was trying to get in there was when um, 
the Rams, like, they put the two. I'm so happy the, that you went the, with that. Yeah, you know, they, they had Tavon Austin. I forget who the other guy is. Was it Stedman Bailey? Bailey? And, yeah. like, they, the, you know, Bailey faked it, and then it was Austin that caught it for the touchdown. Or All returned it for the touchdown. You know who they stole that play from? Devin Hester and Johnny Knox did it first. Did they? Yeah. Oh, Fuck it, man. Hey, hey, Paul. Remember, remember, we were telling you that like Kyle was talking about Snoopy and everything. Yeah, yeah. He also said that Devin Hester is super overrated. <laughs> People talk shit when you know they boast about how good their safety is, and he wasn't even the best in the division. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had another honorable mention, and Ooh, I couldn't this, find this beer's foaming up a lot. I couldn't find the the exact game, but. There was a there was a return. I think it was Dante Hall had, and it's always they always play the highlight, and I like couldn't find it today. I was getting pissed, but um, when he just kind of like stands still for a while and jukes out like four guys, and then ends up running in for a touchdown. But he was another one that was really was fun Dante to watch. Hall? I think it was because that was the whole like human joystick thing. I thought it was um. Yep. Hold on, give me a second. Uh, I think that I mean, there's a couple of people who do. They kind of just they catch it and they kind of just start walking for a second and they just rip one off. Mark, yeah. I think another. I think another one that you could have put it as an honorable mention um, was when the uh, when the Ravens blocked the uh, last second field goal attempt against the Browns and returned it for a game winning touchdown. Oh my god! Yeah, that was like was that a Monday night game or something? Yeah, yeah was, it was, it, was it a Monday night? I thought it was just a Sunday game. No, it was Monday. I couldn't believe that. Would... It was the Monday day game. Because I fell asleep <laughs> and the Browns had the game in the bag. I remember that. And they didn't, because they sucked. Uh, the person I was thinking of was uh, Joe Green. I also wanted to put on, for personal reasons, when we saw Jacoby Jones return a touchdown uh, when we were there. Jacoby Jones had a touchdown return in the Super Bowl, didn't he? Yeah, he had one as well. But uh, he he's responsible for one of the funniest things I've ever seen at a live football game. <laughs> what happened? So, um, we all went. It was a Steelers-Ravens game. And Antonio Brown caught like a 60-yard touchdown. And the place went batshit. The stadium was going crazy. And they kick off to Jacoby Jones who immediately receipt returns it for like a 102-yard kickoff return, and then the place was silent. Like, you, you could wanna... hear nothing. It was, oh, it was so funny. You want to hear a fun fact about NFL kick sixes? Sure. All right, so in the NFL, so this article was posted. I don't think that we've seen one, right, over the past three years. I don't think so. I, I don't so this so. was May 24th, 2018. Someone ran the numbers, and since 1994, which is when the first kick six was, uh, was, or sorry, it was in, it was in 1998. But since 1994, there have been 23,846 NFL field goal attempts counting playoffs over 2,500 have come from 50 yards or deeper, and only five of them have been returned for touchdowns. And Devin Hester holds all five. <laughs> no, but one happened in 1998 when it was the Jets. 
then the Ravens did one in 2002, and then the next ones came in consecutive three years, 05, 06, 07. Hmm. Were those hmm. David Hester? Uh, actually, out, out of the five, two of them are Bears players. I'll I'll buy the, the first week we're back. I'll give the I'll give beer to the person if they can name the player. It was the same player, but it wasn't Hester. It wasn't Hester. It was a different Bear player. Was it Johnny Knox? No, this was before Johnny Knox. It was 2005. I'll give you a hint. It was against the Giants. <laughs> cool. That's right. The Giants did it twice in back to back years. Mark, this just showcases how many times we fucking play each other. Pretty yeah. much however your I've, season's going, that's how my season's going. I'm pretty sure the Rams did it to the Giants also. No, the Rams aren't on here. Wow. I feel like they did. It was Aaron uh, Glenn from the Jets, 104 yards. Then it was Chris McAllister from the Ravens, 107 off of Broncos, Jason Alam. Um, and then in 2006, Devin Hester did it, 108 yards off of Jay Feely. And then in 2007, Antonio Cromarty did it for 109 yards off of Ryan Longwell. And does anybody care to take a guess before I give away the answer? Um, David Boston. So you already guessed. You can't guess again. Damn. That was Kyle. I know, but he, Kyle, Kendall said, um, and no, it wasn't David Boston. In 2005, kicker Joe Nedney missed a 56-yard field goal attempt which was returned 108 yards for a touchdown by Bears kick returner Nathan Vasher. Damn. That was going to be the third guy, I guessed. Anybody else have any uh, kick uh, things they'd like to talk about? NFL Mount Rushmore, do we have any more to get to? Uh, I have a Mount Rushmore, but I have to pee. All right, we'll do the Mount Rushmore <laughs> first, and then you can go pee. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> after... Uh, Rudely stealing. I feel, like I, just, I feel like I just bargained with a four-year-old. <laughs> After accidentally rudely stealing the backup running backs uh, the past twenty years from Kyle, um, I put together a very comprehensive list, uh, doing a great deal of research that I know you guys are most likely going to hate the players I picked. But Kendall, how much research did you actually do? Basically, four hours worth. Did you actually, or are you just saying that? just this one? No, he did it. This is the one I took the longest on. Frank Gore should be on here. So I did it entirely off of looking at their careers uh, where, you know, they had to play X amount of years. Uh, They could have been a starter, but I looked at uh, times where they were majority not a starter for an entire season and um, having their numbers be worth it for them to be mentioned. So can I guess guess a name? Yes. Is D'Angelo Williams on this list? No, but his his, his counterpart is what Jonathan Stewart was the starter there. D'Angelo Williams was the starter. No, he wasn't. Jonathan Stewart was paid more. So Jonathan Stewart uh, had less starts uh, during the tenure there. Although because he was hurt, he he was hurt. Uh, Sometimes, and we all know that, that the Panthers never did really a great job of, you know, getting the, the best out of both of them. Um, but his, his stats are probably, if you look at it, his stats are good enough to have starting starting stats. Um, I also put on uh, Darren Sproles, who uh, a lot of people will remember as basically a special teams all-purpose guy, um, but 
he, you know, was a great guy off the bench, kind of like the 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 model running back for kind of like the the dual threat guy in the in the uh, mid two thousands. Um, Chester Taylor, who was a guy who uh, was kind of very forgettable, um, but very serviceable for like nine years. Um, and a guy who I just kind of liked uh, is uh, Ronnie Brown um, for uh, my Mount Rushmore of backup running backs. Because, uh, it, 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 I'd, like to, I, I'd like to issue that I have to do a private stock shot. The Though the article did say it was a Giants kicker, I searched the video and I should have remembered the Nathan Vasher one was actually in San Francisco. Hey, that's okay. Vasher deserves it. No, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that I owe I owe a shot for for that for being wrong. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, mash, mash, around, penis. You can yes. Um, everyone, I, be nice. My mother's listening. She actually is right now. Um, yeah, mine's not. I mean, you can go there anytime. It's a fucked up mess. No, I try. Does anybody have anybody that they think should be on that list that's not? Can we just went off individual years? It's just like combined. I kind of went by their career stats. Okay. So it's tough because there's a lot of guys who are like, oh, well, this guy was good, but. You know, or, or this guy was, you know, okay, but like if if he was a, a career starter for for five years and you know had a bunch of bunch of stats, like oh, but then he was replaced by this guy, like I, I'm not I'm not going to include him, like a guy what who about Dexter McCluster. Dexter McCluster, um, could, I'm just kidding. It's just a funny name to throw out there. <laughs> I I like him though. He uh, he was good. Danny he, Woodhead. We know you do. We know. Don't worry. Don't worry. We know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we didn't fucking forget. Like a guy, I really, a guy was like, oh, when I saw his name, I was like, oh, this is the perfect guy. Uh, when I found Ryan Matthews, like, oh, this is the, the one of the greatest backup running backs of all time. But then I forgot it. He started for two years in San Diego and two years in Philadelphia, and was like the guy. It's just you, you forget about people because it's just as time goes on, there's all these players the that mock. What? I traded Ben for Ryan Matthews with Mock. Yeah. That's how much Kyle loves his quarterback. Dude, I needed a fucking running back in these words. <laughs> I'd like some honorable love to Ben Cunningham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it I will give it to uh, Zach Stacy before Ben Cunningham. <laughs> Oh, fuck yourself, Kendall. Listen, that guy was good for the one game that Paul beat me. <laughs> Demolished me. Oh, my God. I, th- I, I think believe the- Demolished. Good for, like, a year. Actually, too, I think you he was a waiver pickup for you, right? Who? Or, or for, for Paul. I don't, you, you, didn't, you didn't just have him. I think you picked him up that week, right? I picked him up that day. Yeah, Did I mean. No, Zach no, Stacy. Yeah. He's, like, four touchdown performance. Yeah, there's a bummer. Trey Mason. So you guys want to take a pee break?
we'll take a we'll take a break and then we'll come back and uh we'll figure it out from there all right and now back to getting sports with drunk on the pprn radio network Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake Riddler, and I'm joined by Poops. Yep. Poops. Poops. Kyle, you there? Yep. Mark, you there? Yep. Mass? No. Kendall? Yep. Rico? Yep. Corn Julio? <laughs> Corn Julio. And I'm a teepee for my bunghole. <laughs> Coach? <laughs> I feel like that cracks mock up every time. It's pretty funny. Yeah, like Kevin Nash funny, right? No, 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 no. Not full. <laughs> no, 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 no. Where where did we leave off here? We kind of finished the Mount Rushmore thing. I had actually one more. Oh, that's I right. had you one more. The all sports ones. Yeah, if you guys yeah. suck. Yeah. Alright, so someone do it. All right. So my all sports one was celebrity fans. Um, there's one on here. There's really no question about it. Spike Lee, he's gonna be on that forever. He's too loyal of a fan. <laughs> um. So I also put um, Billy Crystal for the Yankees and the Clippers. I put uh, Snoop Dogg for everybody. Big USC Trojans fan, Steelers, Lakers, and then whoever wins championships. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then for the fourth one, this is more recency bias because there's honorable mentions that should be on probably more, but I put Drake. Just because <laughs> Jack Nicholson. La- no, I know, I know. But like the last like four or five, like Drake's been everywhere. The whole Drake curse and this and that. Uh, Jack Nicholson was one of my honorable mentions. You know who wasn't uh, one of your honorable mentions that should be? Who? CM Punk. You know, I I saw him on a list. Um, what about Bill Murray? So I, I <laughs> Bill Murray was one of my honorables. Jerry Seinfeld was one of my honorables. Vince oh, Vaughn. Mia Kunis. Um, I'd like to revisit Mass saying that hateful thing because Jerry Seinfeld is awesome. Um, Mia Kunis. Yep. She goes to all the Bears games. Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Not. He was another one. But, um... So, when I, when I was doing, especially this list, I was trying to do it without... Um, what about what about LeBron? He's never missed a road or home game. <laughs> I was trying to do this, like, without looking anything up. And the only reason why I was looking at a list was because I couldn't remember the fourth name when I would before the show trying to get it. But um like those were the four that immediately jumped out at me. <coughs> I remember Billy Crystal ah, this was a while ago now, but I remember he like made some big donation to a Yankees fundraiser so he could take an at bat during spring training. Yeah. yeah, he struck out. Uh he hit a foul tip and then struck out. <laughs> I also did that in my one appearance. <laughs> it's against Kyle Souls. No, it wasn't, because it wouldn't have been a strikeout. Because <laughs> Mock didn't show up that game. What? 
I'm also I'm partly to blame because I didn't learn the signs they taught me, but I didn't remember. Oh man! No, it wasn't that you didn't remember. You didn't look over. But it, I wouldn't have remembered. It would have just been like nonsense to me. <laughs> what, what, are, what are they? Are we gonna have a bug, Kyle? My dad just goes, "Fuck it, you ain't gonna look over here anyway." But uh, were you gonna have Kendall Bunt? <laughs> he could have ran one. He would have broken every bone in his hand. <laughs> every single bone in his right hand would have gotten shattered. I could bunt. Uh, could you though? I would have bunted right into the ground, but <laughs> I feel like Kendall's gonna just grip that bat and just just knuckle sandwich it. He did make a pretty good play in right field. Bare hand. I, I I do wish almost more than anything that I was at the softball game when you played without your glasses. <laughs> oh my that was god! So funny. <laughs> the whole setup was so ridiculous. Like that, that that could happen. You know, we're just we're hanging out at a party. Somebody shows up, takes my glasses. Like, how could that possibly happen? More more importantly, at that party there was a full-size 750 bottle of Hennessy being thrown around in a pool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ended up in the, the filter the next morning. <laughs> no, you didn't. She just wants to be included. I remember that day pretty clearly. The day before. Pretty shitty day. <laughs> it was a Friday. Nope, it was a graduation party. Graduation from what? College. Uh, I was in New York. I know. Yeah. The party was probably lame as fuck anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That got me good. The tickle my pickle. <laughs> So, Kyle, what's your all sports? Mascots. What do you got? Silver Fanatic. <laughs> Probably the best mascot. He fucked with the fans, fucked with the players. Homer. Better than any fucking mascot you have. Um, I don't. I don't think any of my teams have one. <laughs> the Pels have one. Oh, that's true. Jackson DeVille. Patrick the Pelican. Jacksonville, he, Jacksonville Jaguar mascot. He's in the air more than he's on the ground. He's also kind of uh, like the, the fanatic. He's like the, the NFL version. He, in August 2014, he was, voted the most, he was voted the best mascot. And uh, the same guy that played him for their, since their existence. Oh, it's been one guy the whole time. Yep. God bless that guy. Uh, what else it, you got? And it's the Raptor. He's pretty famous for, like, YouTube and shit. Pretty good with interacting with fans and jumping off the trampoline and stuff. Pretty fun guy. Yuppie. Hmm. He's a two-sport uh, mascot. He did the Canadians, and he used to do the Expos. For their from seventy nine to two thousand four. That's it. I didn't know that. 
Benny the Bull should be over in there over the Jacksonville Jaguars mascot. I was actually watching a Benny the Bull like highlight reel last week, like him like ending up on camera on purpose. Pretty he funny. does the popcorn tornado. He he made a mini series that aired on NBC Chicago during the baseball season when there was like only baseball going on, and it was like a like a thing of Benny the Bull's life. So it was just like the guy who plays Benny the Bull, like a biopic. <laughs> well, no, it was it was the guy who played Benny the Bull. He lived his whole week, but in the Benny the Bull costume. And he, he fucking he does he does the t-shirt cannons, the dunks. He does all kinds of stuff. He's better than that Jacksonville piece of shit. I'm happy that there was no Mister Met because fuck him. Hey, listen. That's you, just a you, poor man. That's just a poor man, Mister Red. No, Mister Red is the same guy, just with a mustache. Yeah, which makes him better. No, Mister Red is like Mister Met in disguise and like a cartoon. <laughs> no, Mister Red is the original. Mister Met shaved his mustache to go into hiding and has that bullshit whore wife mustache. <laughs> Listen, oh, yeah, sausages in there, but they're not really a mascot. Oh, the sausages Mrs. are the best. Plus, Mrs. Met fucks the Philly fanatic, and everyone knows it. Listen, I'm not saying that Mr. Met isn't a cuck, but I'm just saying that, <laughs> <laughs> that put some respect on him over Mr. Red. Mr. Red is superior. Actually, is Mr. Yeah. Red even called Mr. Red? We've just always called him that. Mr. Red is wearing the greatest uniform of all time. This is true. Yeah. And he also this has a dope true. hat, great mustache, and the seams on his head are better than the Mr. Met seams. <laughs> the seams. Mr. Met looks like a pedophile. <clears throat> Mr. Met is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Any other all sport ones? I have one and Kendall has one. Yes. Kendall. I had uh super fans. Which you also took from me. Did I? No. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so we mentioned him before, but I'm eating. I'm um, so you guys know I'm eating cookie dough out of a container. Yeah, kind of jealous sugar actually. Dough. Although less jealous for sugar cookie dough. No, I'm just kidding. Go, <laughs> Kyle, Kendall, fuck, ooh, ooh, Mark, I love you. Oh, thank you. I love you as well. I was gonna say, what a fucking asshole. Was gonna turn it? <laughs> oh, thank you. Next. So, anyways, I had referees. Okay. Earl Kendall's going. Kendall's <laughs> going. So, I have, we mentioned him before, uh, Marlins fan. Uh, just because he makes an appearance at essentially every World Series, uh, we don't, I don't even know if he actually not is a Marlins a fan. Big, well, let's just say, not only a big Marlins fan, apparent, but big baseball fan. Yeah. He's, just, he's, a, he's a good crowd sake guy. You know, he's always in like the front row behind the home plate. You know, he's a cool guy. Uh, Fireman Ed from the New York Jets, um, always a, a staple of the Jets games. He leads the JETS chant. He's so much of a fan of that. When the Jets were sucking, he actually sold his season tickets just to buy him back a year later. It was like a, a stunt. So he paid like even more money to, to, to get his tickets back. Um, so good for you, Fireman Ed. Um, I don't remember their name, but, um, the tribe at the Indians games, the guys, they have like the TP set up and they, they bang the drum. I don't what Kai, what's that called? Kendall. What? That's in a movie. They don't No, that exists. I, I, I looked it up. 
I know. I'm just fucking. But this, <laughs> just, that's in a movie. <laughs> Too high. Too high. But uh, I don't know what they're called. I just put drummer. Tribe. I just put drummer tribe Cleveland Indians. And then um, this was a cool thing, and I, I've actually seen this before, but I thought it was a one and done thing. But I guess this happens all the time. Uh, and Paul could speak on this better than I. The Green Men at NHL games. I don't know if there's like a specific team they belong to or if it's just anywhere. They were like the green spandex suits. Like you, you can't see their faces, body but suits. the body suits. And they just kind of like they bang on the glass and mess with the players. It's pretty cool. I, I thought I saw it one time. I was like, yeah, that's, that's just a the funky thing that happened. But it happens all the time, I guess. So, yeah, the Green Men. They're known as Force and Sully, and they're, they're Vancouver Canucks supporters. Oh, so they're, they're, they have a team. Yeah, they're, they're at their games. And, like, what they do is, is they, they buy the seats next to the penalty box, and they rub, like, their genitals on the, <laughs> yeah, on the, it's the penalty box while there's guys in there. They hold up signs that say all kinds of weird shit. They, they do all kinds of shit to fuck with people while they're in the penalty box. So, Kendall, so there's a few names that you're forgetting. Kyle, you're underwater. Few names. Better? Yes, much better. Yes. Not name, but like, I, the Ichiro guy. I kind of remember the Ichiro guy. The guy that used to dress like Ichiro all the time? Yeah. Then you got the Clay Thompson guy. I don't know if I know the Clay Thompson Oh, he was at like one game. Then you got the, the Raptors fan. Navajita. That guy. I almost put like the, the that main guy from the Raiders. Raptors, he's been to every single Raptors home game in history. What does he do for a living? He is I think like, just that an engineer of some kind. There's there's the banjo man, but he is the owner of one of the top selling uh, Hyundai car dealerships, and he is an engineer as well. Um, Working for Vanock. I don't know what that is. So did you just have that fucking ready to go? <laughs> I was going to tell, tell Kendall that he forgot him, but you beat me to it. So. It was off the blimp site. Well, about the wolf? Can I remember the wolf pack? The wolf pack. Like from uh, NWO? His, his entree. His entree? His entourage? Yeah. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Wait, wait. Hold on. Explain it again. I'm not, I don't remember. So, whenever Randy Wolf would pitch, you had, those, you had the guys in the, in the very top with the sign that said Wolfpack, and they would wear, like, the wolf masks. Okay. So, wait. Did, that, did they do that when he was in Philadelphia? They did it in Philly, and they did it somewhere else, too. Well, it had to have been Milwaukee, right? Uh, either that or Detroit. I uh, probably not Detroit. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Detroit. That <laughs> wouldn't fly there. But like, it was biggest in Philadelphia. They usually they have like some good packs over there. Uh, now I kind of uh, remember Bill's that. Super fan that just passed away from cancer. What, what the Bill super fan that just passed away from cancer? Um, I don't know. I don't. You guys see the the baby gender reveal where the guy with the bill fan threw through the baby through the table? Yeah, I yeah, saw that. It didn't reveal anything. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of like smashed the cake. You, Kendall, I think an honorable mention if, at least should be Banjo Man. I mean, he goes to athletics games, Warriors games, Forty ers games. 
You know, I, I saw that on, on a list, but I didn't make the connection. It was like, oh, Benjamin. Like, it's like, oh, this is just a, a random dude. But then, like, I, I ended up looking later, and I, you're right. He's like a like a, a Bay Area guy, right? He's just like a yeah. So yeah, I, that he's worthy, I guess. I don't, I don't know who I would knock out. I mean. Uh, maybe maybe Marlins fan because he only makes an appearance like during the World Series. Yeah, maybe. So to you, man. Son of a man. I would keep the Greenman. I would keep Fireman Ed, and then I guess I would I would dump Marlins fan for for somebody else. Also, don't forget about Ronnie Woo Woo. That's, uh, was that Cubs? Yeah. Yeah, the towel man from the Blues. How about, uh, on, were, were the, um, the Predators the first ones to do throw the fish on the ice? Yeah, but that's a fan thing. Like, that's not like a, that's like a, that's not like a specific fan. What about Pumpkinhead from the Browns? I forgot about that guy. Well, I kind of like the Pumpkinhead is like the same deal as like the main guy from the Raiders, or the Black Hole. What about Mike Francesa? <laughs> Not that guy. That guy sucks. Him falling asleep and spilling his diet coke all over the board. <laughs> all right, Mass. Why don't you round this out? All right, I did referees. So Ed, we got Ed Hockley. Better, Ed Hockley better be on this fucking list. Ed Hockley starts it off. Uh, went with uh, Danny Crawford. Uh, went with Joe West, and you should say the sports they're from. All right, Danny Crawford is an NBA referee. Uh, he's done at least one NBA Finals game each season since '95. There was Joe West, who is an MLB referee or umpire, I guess, in this case. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find out how many years he's been active. There's no quick thing. Joe West has been around forever. Forty seasons. There we go. Um, Forty seasons and one blown perfect game. He did ball his eyes out after that. So, did I just fuck this guy's career? He did. Uh, and then I went with Wes McCauley for TNA. Yeah, Wes McCauley's awesome. And that's the list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should, Donahue. We should do, uh, we should do best sports commercials one time. Oh, uh, the best, the best Super Bowl commercial ever, in my opinion, was a, I think it was a Bud Light commercial where the guy was watching football and the woman comes in and she's wearing like lingerie and she's like, I'll meet you upstairs in 10 and in a minute. And then she's like yelling down the stairs to him. Like I'm wearing the skimpy lingerie, but I put out the satin sheets. I have ice cold Bud Light. And he comes running up the stairs, taking his clothes off into his boxers, jumps on the bed, slides off the satin sheets right through the window and out into the fucking pool. And it was so <laughs> fucking funny. The only thing that I can attest it to is when Ed O'Neill fell out of a house in Little Giants and landed on his wall. 
My favorite sports commercial, I think, of all time, and I, I've laughed so hard the first time I ever saw it, was when uh, ESPN was doing their NBA commercials. And uh, oh, Kendall <laughs> laughed forever at that. It's just oh, so go good. I, so they they did this series where like they're driving like the the, the camper to all the games. Oh, and the one where and it's like, tour bus. It's, yeah, I know exactly which one you're gonna do. And I can't, I can't remember who was the the um the guy who was uh the was the announcer. And... Well, no, not 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 this one. Uh, oh, okay. This one was uh Paul. Who 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 was the announcer? He's like, yes, he's the glasses on. He's looking. He's like these aren't my glasses. I can't remember who it was. Scott Van Pelt. No, I don't know. Maybe it I can't remember. But anyway, the, the, the commentator was like, oh, these are my glasses. He's like, oh, man, I must have Russell's. And, and Russell Westbrook is is driving the, the tour bus, and he's, he's, like, flipping the glasses up because he can't see. He's, like, driving through a cornfield. It's just the funniest thing. It was, it was, it was Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy put on Russell Westbrook's pregame glasses and said, hey, these aren't mine. They don't have any lenses in them. <laughs> And then yeah, Russell and then, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then it shows Russell Westbrook wearing Jeff Van Gundy's glasses, driving through a cornfield, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Everything okay up there?" He goes, "Yep, yeah. we're good. Wrong exit." Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Oh, that was so was fucking funny. Second season. What? That was like the beginning of Russell Westbrook. It was right after. It was right after James Harden's trade. It's just so funny because like. It, it, in order to set that up, they, they had to have driven through an actual cornfield. It was just so ridiculous. Ugh. One of my favorite sports commercials, too, which was oh, the... Ma- Massey pulled it up on the... on the, the The viewers can't see, but we can watch it. So they're, they're on the bus here. They got, like, a, a bunk beds. Bungani's trying to like read his book. And let's see... <laughs> <laughs> and then Russell Westbrook <laughs> drove so over funny. a scarecrow. I mean, if you're going to talk about funny sports commercials, I think you have to put in the Iggy Shuffle at the Dallas. Oh, yeah. That one was very funny. And then I don't know if you guys remember this. This one wouldn't be considered funny. I just liked it a lot. But back when the NBA first introduced the short sleeve Christmas jerseys, they did a commercial where it was, I think it was Derrick Rose as a bull, KD in the, as the Thunder, Steph as a Warrior, Harden as a Rocket, and Steve Nash as a Laker. And they had five basketball hoops with bells Oh, on yeah, the with the bells. And they, they shot the, the balls into different nets, and it would it rang jingle bells. And then the last one was like was someone throwing an alley-oop to LeBron James, Duncan. I remember that commercial. That commercial was awesome. Uh, Actually, I don't remember Randy that Randy Tate, office linebacker. That was a good one. All the ESPN commercials are really funny. Like the one where yes. Big Poppy puts on the Yankees hat. That was Oh, funny. yeah. Oh, that that one was so yeah, fun. Green funny. Monster season. All those ESPN ones are good. Yeah. A favorite, My actually. Favorite that was ES- so funny. A favorite ESPN commercial is the Steve Irwin and the Gator. Yeah, that yeah. one's good. <laughs> Uh, there was the there was the uh, Steve Smith one. Yeah, I'm also a big fan of the Devil going down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's off the elevator. All right, fake. guys. So you guys want to? You guys just want to have some casual like fun for the, the last little bit here? Sure. Yeah. So uh, Kyle watches this YouTube channel called Too Hype, and they were playing this game called the Five Second Rule. 
where you had just random questions. You have five seconds to answer. It's like name three, essentially. Like, you know, name three car brands, name three, whatever. And you have five yeah. seconds to do it. You get a point if you get it. You don't. And then we can dispute it in mass. You'll be the fact checker if All we right. need it. But these are not going to be, obviously, probably none of them will be sport related. Some of these might be really obscure, but I figure I there's not a lot of sports of going on. Too? We don't have to force stuff. I can like keep keeping track of points, or is it the points don't matter? No, I, I think I'm keeping track of points here. Right. The points don't matter, just like Massey's feet. All right. Does anyone else not want to do this? Just, I'm just asking. Just I'm in. Me. No, this is good. All right. Yeah, so that I got, sounds terrible. I have Kyle, or no, I, I wrote down the name, so I have Paul, Kendall, Mike, Smelly, and Smellier. So I take it I'm Smellier. <laughs> no, you're Smelly. Also, for some reason, the only name that didn't capitalize was Mox. Yeah, Mox mm. sucks. All right, you guys ready? Oh, I'm ready. I didn't mean All right. to mock. All right. Oh, this is a bullshit question. But uh, all right, here we go. I love Kyle. you, Mock. It's Kyle. Turn. Yes. Okay, Kyle. Five Kyle. seconds. Name three things that make you laugh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right chris you ready no hold on Look, i'm gonna i'm gonna do a timer for this i already have the timer oh you have a timer all right yeah Oop. ready go name three things with zips with zips yep uh sweatshirts uh Time's up. Plastic- <laughs> <laughs> we're batting a thousand. Oh, see this is okay now i get it okay so we have a 30 second ad so uh, we're just gonna go through that, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll keep going. But uh, I should probably put this on my phone so I can just pay the ninety nine cents for no ads. But then when I put my iPad on, you guys can't hear me talk for some reason because you know Kendall rigged this whole thing for us to just fail. It's pretty much rigged only with electrical tape. Yeah. So are we thinking like the Monday after May twentieth that we're going back to the studio? I miss you guys. Uh-huh. Please come back. All right, Kendall, you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Name three soups. Uh, chicken noodle, tomato, and uh, uh, potato. Time's up. No, potato. <laughs> potato. <laughs> potato soup. All right. That exists. Paul's turn. Name three actors. Go. Brad Pitt, uh, Bradley Cooper, and Michael B. Jordan. Nah. Yep. What do you mean, No. Wait, Jordan is a semi-actor. Did I not get potato what? soup at the buzzer? No. I mean, no, come I on. Time's up before that. We said like the same time. All right, Mock, you ready? Yeah. Name three blonde actresses. Go. Reese Witherspoon, uh, Taylor Swift, and Heidi Klum. Taylor Swift is not an actor. She was in a movie. Just make her an actress. Sure uh, does. That's pretty much exactly the definition of an actress. If you're in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so after the first round, Mock and I are tied with one. It's bullshit that Mock got that point. Kyle, you couldn't think of three things that make you laugh. <laughs> yeah, I you said. think of one. I said no, potato I soup at the buzzer. First and I Alright, here we go. Alright, Kyle, you ready? You're going first again. Yeah. Name three things that you tie. Go. Bow tie. Regular tie, shoelace. <laughs> I was uh, waiting for that tool. Honestly, I was waiting for him to go bow tie, regular tie, shoe tie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. Yeah, that's fine. He got it. All right, Chris, you ready? 
Yeah. Ooh, we got our first sports one. Chris, name three professional golfers. Go. Tiger Woods, Arnold Palmer, and Roy uh, Roy McIlroy. Really? Not Roy Hibbert. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Mass. All right, Kendall, you ready? I think so. Kendall, name three ways to disguise yourself. Go. Uh, fake mustache. Uh, no, nah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> he started so strong. Fake mustache, and uh, I'm out. I was going to say brown hat, but that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would it not make sense? I don't know. It just it, it's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm going to have to go to the store this week and buy this actual game. for. I think this game would be fun for us to play on the air from time to time. Or we could just make a sports one, I guess. Yeah. I know Mock's tired of sports. I'm also stalling for an ad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's my turn. I'm going to read the question, and I'm going to hit start for the timer. That's what I've been doing for everybody, okay? All right, so name three things you would find in the stomach of a shark. Go. A fish, a person, and a license plate. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like license plate's in every movie, so I had to say it. All right, Mark, you ready? Yeah. Name three specific, not specific as in, like, the name of the place, but, like, all right, you, you'll know what I mean. Name three places that you can go ski. Go. Uh, a mountain, a cliff, and Vermont. Oh, my God. Not a, a cliff? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Do you are, know the definition going, of a cliff? Are we, agree, are we agreeing with cliff? No. No. I'd like someone to pull up a video because they exist. I just like a mountain, a cliff. All right, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but if you go on YouTube, you can find a video of anything. No, 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 no. Hold on. That's here's, not true. Find me a video do. on YouTube with Kendall holding his bladder. Oh, God, that's never happened ever. Hold on. Give me a second. All right. We're going to go ahead and... Uh, share this. I mean, there's quick. videos of people doing like insane dives off cliffs with like on skis. And All stuff. right, ready, ready. Firefox. Cliff skiing. Look at that big extreme cliff skiing. Okay, you know this is ex- my point. There's an extreme sport called ironing extreme. So I I refute this. No, it popped up. I'm gonna give it to my. But listen, you can search anything and it'll pop up. Type in extreme skiing on Google. Point, you rat. Mass, type in extreme uh, ironing on Google. I want to see this. Alright. The, the, the Google method is garbage. Anything will pop up if you search it. You couldn't think of three disguises, you rat. God, it'd be so funny if it said no results found. <laughs> I mean, Kendall's right. So the second one down there is funny because it says extreme ironing champion. <laughs> I don't know. Mox got Funko Pops to the ceiling, so I'm all in. But but look at what extreme ironing is. Because you just happen to say two words. It's people that surf on ironing boards. That's a possible thing. What I'm saying is that I knew that it, this existed, and you could just say anything and search it on Google, and it will pop up. But I've seen. But I'm saying, like, I've seen like extreme videos, like like that type of thing, where people like ski off of a cliff, like, and drop like 150 feet into a big snow rift. I'm gonna give yeah. it to Mock. I am also going to give it to Mock. Kyle, doesn't matter. Why does it not matter? Cause three against two. 
How is it three against two? Ma can't vote. Now, Rebecca's going to vote for him because she wants to. No, she might vote with Kendall because Kendall doesn't want to. I assume... One second, the mic's far away. Oh, my God. Just stop. Just stop. (laughs) Just can we just... Let's move on. What? Sorry. Uh, no, forget it. Split? Just forget it. All right. <laughs> Kyle, right, just, just give him. Just give him the points. Can I play uh, don't, though? Don't don't do that. I earned that point. You no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get you get of anything. If I said ski off parking garage, <laughs> there would be some guys, dispute. Guys, 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 boys, gentlemen, ladies, <laughs> it is Kyle's turn. Kyle, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Name three things that are on your computer. Porn, <laughs> video games, Microsoft Word. Yes! Oh, All the points for Kyle! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Alright. Chris, yeah. you ready? Name three things that are white. Clouds, paper, milk. Not Kyle's penis. <laughs> I've never I've never once seen paper milk. <laughs> Kendall. You've never milked ready? paper? Yes. <laughs> Kendall, name three things that you do during the summer. Okay. I go to the beach, I mow the lawn, I lay in bed. <laughs> all acceptable answers. I'd like to refute that. <laughs> nope, because I lay in the bed all seasons. Kendall is not a beach guy. <laughs> well, that's what I do with this my cliff jumping. That's <laughs> uh, cliff skiing. Oh, forgive yeah, me. dick. <laughs> All right, my turn. Name three ice cream toppings. Uh, Jimmy's Cherry Hot Fudge. Uh, this is Connecticut, son. It's sprinkles. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> from Connecticut, you bitch. <laughs> All right, you Mark, better learn our language. Mock, you got 28 seconds before the ad's over, so how's your day? Uh, if you could, can you just tell me what the question will be so I have some time? <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. All I know is that Right now, this guy's IQ is going down dramatically because he's not making good moves in solitaire. All right, Mark. Things to do off of cliffs. Go to the beach <laughs> and Microsoft the Word. <laughs> Microsoft Word. <laughs> All right, Mark. You ready? Yeah. This is this question's hilarious, given context. Name three things you climb. Oh, mountain, <laughs> cliff, ladder. <laughs> I have expected this to say Vermont. <laughs> Alright, into round four. Oh, he oh said, you ready? He said bladder, yeah. by the way. Yeah, name refute three. that one. Rat. <laughs> Kyle, name three animals that can swim. Dolphin, shark, fish. <laughs> Alright, Amass, you ready? No. Name three reality TV shows. Laguna Beach, uh, Reno 911, and I don't know. I don't watch reality. Dude, you were on a roll, you bitch. It's a Jersey Shore. This guy came out of the gate so fucking hard. He named two shows in one second in a game With Laguna Beach. Reno 911's not a reality TV show, though. But you said Laguna Beach. You fucking ass. <laughs> is right. it or is it not? I don't know. Kendall, you ready? Yes. Wait, is it? Is yes. it? No? Yes? Kendall, yes. name all right, three all right, types oh, of cliffs. <laughs> Ski! Kendall, yes. name three Justin Bieber songs. Okay. <laughs> uh, baby, uh, the one with Ed Sheeran. 
<laughs> oh you man! Work for a radio station. Yeah, but I don't like every All right, song. Paul. All right, Paul. Name three things with legs. Uh, me, a chair, and a table. Boom. You don't have right, legs. Mark, look, the arms and legs, whatever. Yeah, Mock, you ready? Name three things you see in the sky at night. Clouds, bugs, bats. Sure. Bats and water. Cliffs. Big time cliffs. I'm just glad. I just can't believe you didn't go with stars or moon. Didn't get that far. All right. Oh, we got another ad here. Ads are good. I like ads. Ads make me watch game, uh, ads for games <laughs> that I'll never play. But then what happens is that they show the ad enough times where I'm like, all right. Yeah, do you know how many games I've downloaded because of ads? And it's mostly because I hate the ads that are like, this is how dad plays, and this is how mom plays. Yeah, or like the games are like, it's impossible to solve this. And like, I'm just yelling at the screen like, just fucking switch the bubble. (laughs) All right, we're going into the final round here. Our scores are Kendall with one, Mass with two. Kyle with three, Machine Washable with four, and the Riddler with four. All right, here we go, Kyle. Got a real cliffhanger. Three, yeah, Kyle, name three children's TV shows. Ooh. Uh, Parents, SpongeBob, and Power Rangers. Ooh, just the buzzer, nice. I thought for sure you were going, Little Bill. <laughs> I thought about it. I don't know why, but I just pictured, I pictured him saying Gargoyles. The person that came to my mind was, was Dr. Gargoyles. Massey, name three things to put in an omelet. Uh, omelet, <laughs> mushrooms, spinach. Gross. Yeah. All three of those are terrible. <laughs> oh, two, two out of the three there were bad. Onions are awesome. Mushrooms are good. Yeah, mushrooms are great. Kendall. Not with eggs. Kendall. Yes. Name three stand-up comedians. Ooh, Jerry Seinfeld, Craig Robinson, and Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, you, did, you didn't hit the buzzer, I'm sorry. <laughs> My turn. All right, name three things you can take to the beach: a shovel, a bologna sandwich, and a towel. And a cliff. I have a question. Craig <laughs> Robinson does stand up. He does. Yeah, he does. I didn't know that. He performed at the Laugh Factory, um, Laugh Factory, and uh, Stress Factory. Recently. Mark, name three things that have to be turned. Uh, doorknob, a key, and uh, a handle. Damn it! All right, Mark sucks, so I win. I All right, the game's you. over. Can I Kyle, play? you and Mark finish the four each. Do you guys want to let Rebecca play? Yes. No. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Kyle is hard. No. <laughs> okay, we'll give her one or two. We'll squeeze another one of these in here. All right. That's what she said. Unfortunately, Kyle, I think this is just going to keep going in the same order, so you're up, okay? Alright. Alright, Kyle, name three things that are white. Milk, paper, cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm giving it to them. Sure. They're white with black spots, so they're white. Sure. Alright. Chris, name three reindeer. Ah. Three what? <laughs> reindeer. Reindeer? Uh, Rudolph, Dasher, and Santa. You're already out of time, bro. I you're out of time. You. It doesn't matter. You're out of That's time. That's not my fault. 
Well, you failed. That's bullshit. You can you can gripe about it for twenty four more seconds while I watch this. No. <laughs> About it. These are my favorite ads, the one where it's like, should I bu- should I burst in on them having sex or should I stay and watch? You know, oh, is it Choices? One, Kyle downloaded that game and we played it for a while. <laughs> Paul, is it Choices? I it's, downloaded that game like it, five years ago. It, it was still ago. on his phone. Can we yes, not? I thought about it. Alright, Kendall, name three different flavors of crisps. Uh, what? <laughs> like everyone pota- should know that crisps is British for potato chips. Oh, potato chips, crisp. Damn. Okay. Sour cream onion. Crips. Name three types of bear. Uh, Barbecue. Grizzly bear, bear. Polar bear. Chicago. Yeah. Bear. All right, Mox. Name three cartoon characters. Uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Donald Duck. What a weird hard turn there at the end. All right, Rebecca. Yes. Name three foods you have to peel before eating. Potato, apple, orange. You don't have to peel an apple. Yeah. Or a yeah, potato. Yeah. You know, you don't have to peel any of those. I should have said, <laughs> said banana. I think yeah, you have to. Ones would have been like, acceptable ones would have been like banana. I would have said potato. I mean... Edamame. Orange. <laughs> yeah, but you said apple. and I, honestly, No, I know. I, mean, I, I just wanted that... to make sure that orange was acceptable. No, orange is acceptable. I think the amount of people who don't peel apples is greater than those weirdos that do. And then there's people like Kyle's brother who peel grapes. Oh. Where's the do? time? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, you ready? Yeah. Name three different types of exercise. <laughs> Uh, jumped. <laughs> <laughs> it was the uh that was so funny. <laughs> All right, Massey, you ready? Did you no, say leg I'm jump? Are you ready? No, Massey, this no. one's the easiest one no, we've gotten so care. far. You have to do it. No, I'm Come out. On, I'm man. still bad about the reindeer. Massey, just go. What? Name three American sports teams. Uh, Chicago Bears, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Indianapolis Colts. Guy didn't name one of his own teams. <laughs> and you and chose the longest yeah. title. <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> the Los the Angeles Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> and time's up. It's <laughs> uh, all right, Matt. Don't worry about it. You got 10 more seconds to gripe. I'm doing this color by number look now. <laughs> You know Dasher and Cliff. Is and that Microsoft the one that Word. says how I color, how my mom colors? Rebecca, shut up! I get those ads all the time. Ad. <laughs> all right, Kendall, you ready? Yes. Name three ice cream flavors. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Thank you, Neapolitan. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You couldn't Fun have said fact, Neapolitan. That's the best thing. All right, my turn. Name three professional football players. Earl Thomas, Frank Gore, Tom Brady. No, nah, I'm not accepting Frank Gore. <laughs> All right, Mike Mock, name three countries starting with M. Uh, Madagascar. Fail. Uh, <laughs> we would have accepted Mongolia. Morocco. Morocco. And we also would have accepted, accepted Mazil. And Mexico. No, nah, Mexico doesn't. No, absolutely not. I'll, I'll take the L. Mexico. <laughs> 
Rebecca, Kyle, you're Mexican, aren't you? Name three subjects you studied in school. Was that four eyes? Math, reading, social studies. <laughs> I'll accept it. I kind of heard what you said. It's okay. All right. We're going into Kyle, round three. Really <laughs> We're going into round three. You ready? Yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Name three children's authors. Ooh. Zeus, Mary, and Frank. <laughs> you, we would accept it. Mr. Seuss and Mrs. Seuss. <laughs> All the Seusses. I'm, I'm just picturing a book like, Where's the Keys by Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Massey. Name right. three places you would wear shorts. The beach, uh, the basketball court, and outside. <laughs> you don't do any of those. At a cliff. Yeah, we'd have accepted <laughs> the cliff or your bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys got 30 seconds to think about it. Oh, man. I mean, I'll come back at you. That was so funny. Frank. Where's my keys by Frank? <laughs> the pages are blank. The new children's story, Cheryl. Kendall, I think Cheryl and Frank have to be a match. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's the perfect combo. That's so funny. All right. See, I was thinking Kendall. of like Frank Reynolds. Uh <laughs> I was thinking Dang of Frank. I, I always think Coors. of Frank from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> Frank Barone. <laughs> Frank! All right, Kendall, you ready? I'm ready. This one can be very easy for you, or it can be hard, however oh, you choose to make it. God, Name, he's going to blow it. Name three Matt Damon movies. Forget it. <laughs> we bought a zoo. That's accurate. <laughs> what about Born Identity, Born Ultimatum, Born Supremacy? That movie with Jason Marky Mark? Born. Born. The, right there, uh, the... Jason Christ, it's Jesus Born. <laughs> the Martian. Born. All right, Paul, name Born three. Cliff Identity. All right, Paul, name... I'm trying. Paul, name three candy bars. Mars bars, 100 grand bars, and Snickers. Kevin knows you get all the easy ones. Look, dude, I'm just doing an ass, okay? Mark, name three girl bands. Uh, the Go-Go's, uh... Fifth Harmony, Little Mix. Oh, you got it just in time. Fifth Harmony, what a nice one. You know, Spice Girls would have been acceptable. Hey, you know who the original Fifth Harmony was? Let's see who remembers this name. Remember Danny Kane? Yes! We oh in God. the car, we ride slow, <laughs> we suck black. What? Uh, Alright, Rebecca, name three muscles. Bicep, tricep, trapezius. That's the thing that happens in the trapezoid. Uh, damn no, it, tra- it's trapezius. It's a thing by your, by your collarbone. Oh, man. I can think of a few people that are about to get really pissed that Kyle got this one. Kyle. Yeah. Name three Pokemon. Blastoise, oh, Charmander, and Pikachu. He got it. I like the word Blastoise, Charmander. What about Psyduck, Kyle? Yeah, dude. Chris. Yeah, dude. Kyle, what about drowsy? Hold on one second. Fuck you, Mock. Mr. Mime looking dick. Mr. Mime. Massey. What? You ready? Go for it. Name three comedic actresses. Uh, no. Amy Schumer. Kristen Wiig, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. 
Amy Poehler, that's the one. You guys can keep naming as many as you want for the next 20 seconds. That won't be upset We can talk about how much Kendall loves and respects uh, Amy Schumer. Tell you what, you, you know who I love and respect for all the wrong reasons? Anna Kendrick. Sarah Silverman. I love Anna Kendrick. She's my wife. No, she's not. Ashley's your yeah. wife, you yeah. fucking dick. Actually, he doesn't have a wife till next year. I don't have a wife till two months from today, actually. Same. But you just said it was getting extended to next year. Uh, the, like, reception and shit is, we're still gonna, like, actually get married. What? Same. Do I have to be there for that? Nope. Excellent. Because I'm busy. <laughs> so we're just gonna go to a party? No. <laughs> That'd be hey guys, Kyle, the beer's in the back. I'm already <laughs> married, so fuck it. Hey Kyle, it's open bar. Are you really gonna say no? I don't know. We'll see what happens to your. Well, it, that depends on if Samantha comes or not. I don't have a choice. Depends what happens done a year from now. I just I mean, need I, to know if Rebecca can drive me home. I mean, I can revoke no. your plus one ball. Yeah, you can. You have to. You haven't driven me home in a very long time. Kendall, I'm involved in this wedding Paul. too. No, Kendall, it's your turn. Paul, I'm ready. Paul. Oh. What? I can revoke your plus one. No, don't do that. Because right. then if you do that, how the fuck am I... How am I going to explain bringing my candy? Just <laughs> <laughs> show up. <clears throat> I'm bringing Dave Schufelt. Ooh, there you go. Kendall likes him. I'll take my question. Kendall, you ready? Yes. You you retard slayer. Oh, my your turn. God. Name three things you shouldn't do in a library. All right, jump off a cliff, start a fire, spill water everywhere. <laughs> so you also good. probably shouldn't call a kid retarded. I didn't! <laughs> no, I'm not saying you called him retarded. I'm saying that you made fun of him for being That's retarded. what? That, that's not true either. I, I'm going to pee. <laughs> All right, Paul's turn. Name hold three on, breeds on. of dogs. German Shepherd, Collie, uh, and Black Lab. No. So, so I need to hear this Kendall story. All right, so this is what happened. So Kendall was in the stupid at the stupid table for home economics. You know the table where like you can't make brownies, so they kind of like just, they give you a bunch of a bunch of bibs and tell you to just sit there and uh, sit there and don't drool. Right. So Kendall was sitting there with this very large black guy named uh, what was his name? Mark? Big B. Brandon Moorhead. But what was his nickname? Big B. Big B. Big B. Big B. And then there was this kid, Dave Schufelt, who had, like, some mental mental challenges. And they were in the middle of class, and Kendall was, like, super mad because they were, like, they were making, like, train bunt cakes, and Kendall couldn't be part of it or something like that. So Kendall just looks over at Dave Schufelt and she goes, hey, Dave, you know you're retarded, right? And then Big B, this big black guy that you would think to be, like, the big culprit in this, just goes, like, whoa, Kendall, that's not cool, man. And then he looks over at him and says... What? It's not my fault he's retarded. <laughs> Jesus. Right? Did this actually happen? This actually happened. God damn, get home. Kendall? What? Kendall, how <laughs> could you? What? We told him about how you called Dave Shufelt retarded. Okay, that's not what happened. And, and, you then, know... when, and, then, and then when Big B tried to defend him, you looked at Big B and said, it's not my fault he's retarded, okay. you nigger. This is, oh my god, this is a, <laughs> oh my god, this is a, this is a radio show. <laughs> I didn't say that. Kyle said it, I heard it. Mark, it's your turn, name three presidents. George Washington, Abe Lincoln, Barack Obama. 
I like how he was like three. I like I just like how he went like number one, subtle jump, huge jump. Rebecca. Yes. Thanks, Obama. Name three things that need electricity. Computer, light, TV. Sure. I mean, lights can be powered by sun. Yeah. Uh, they all can be powered by the sun. That's not true. You're full of shit. All right, Kyle, you ready? Yeah. Name, <clears throat> name three sports not played with a ball. Ooh. Track, Ooh. hockey, and bowling. NASCAR. Extreme <laughs> Acceptable right, answers would have been name... cliff jumping. Matthew, name three bad habits. Uh, uh, smoking. Um, uh... Say it again. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I is one of them. It is. Oh wow! Look, I can play this game with just one finger. Is it choices? <laughs> No, it's it's kind of like a Space Invaders, but like very uh, like Bioshock looking. So this person just keeps grabbing power ups, and now they're shooting like like missiles the size of a screen. I don't see how this game is fair. Also, Paul, good reference. Thank you. Thank you. Did Mock hang up on us? No, I'm here. Oh, he's here. All he right. just didn't appreciate the Bioshock reference. Kendall, it's your turn. Name three things you do when the lights go out. Okay, I start a fire, I make my bed, and I peel potatoes. No. I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna buy... First of all, you definitely don't make your bed ever. No, he gets mad No, I've never it. made my bed ever. Because it's a waste of time. Of peeling, Kendall, you're the type of person that instead of peeling potatoes, because you think time is worth more than money, that you would just buy those like gross like pre-made mashed potatoes. And then oh, God. You know, I have bought those, and what a disappointment. Those are They're rough. They're not bad. Listen, it's okay, but you got to doctor him big time. All right, name three TV sports presenters: uh, Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, and Dave Costas. Uh, I think I got it wrong. Bob Costas. Bob Costas. Mark, it's your turn. Yeah. All right, you're gonna want to tune into uh, some family members on this one. Name three ways to go to jail. Uh. Crime, murder, stealing. Crime? Crime is a pretty blanket, blanket answer. <laughs> so crime, murder, throwing somebody off a cliff. <laughs> Alright, Rebecca, name three Disney princess films. Shrek. Hey, stop it, you're distracting me, Tangled. Uh, Cinderella. Nah, Peter, time's oh, up. He distracted time's me, up. that shouldn't count. Alright, the game is over. Shrek. Final score, Kendall, Massey, and Kyle all finished with two. Rebecca with three. Mock and I tied with four each. Shrek, Lilo and Stitch. Paul, really quick. And Bambi. What's the name of this game, and can you play it by yourself? Of course, no. you can play any game by yourself. <laughs> yeah, except Catch. This is true. Yeah, you can find a wall. No, if you have a pitch back. Yeah. So we started at what? 8.30? It was like 8.20. Oh, man. Becky Lynch is pregnant. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Whole bunch of who cares. Yeah, with Vince McMahon's child. Um. Oh, all right. So uh, let's. We, we could do one more of these. I'm going to take myself out of it because I feel like I have an unfair advantage. Can I keep like, playing? It's just like when like, there's when there's talking going on, like I look down to hit play and I, I can read the question and my brain obviously thinks, so it's not fair. So I'm going to take myself out of it and I'm going to put Big B into it. 
And <laughs> there we go. Big B is in. We're going to phone him in. Kendall, could you please connect it? Uh, I don't think I have a recent number for him. <laughs> all right, here we go. You, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redo the order. I'm just going to... Um... All right, I'm thinking you a number between 1 and 10. Everybody give an answer. Kyle, go. Seven. Kyle? Nine. Okay. Chris? Seven. Bass? Barbach? Uh, six. Kendall? Eight. Fuck you, Mark. Rebecca? Two. Okay. So. Okay. Rebecca's going to be going first. Hey, who I said, just Who said the next? Who said the lowest number besides Rebecca? I think it was Mark. Somebody said six. I said six. All right, and then it's going to be Mark, and then it's going to be Kendall. Mackenzie said eight. I said eight. I think Massey said seven. So Massey said seven, and then I said eight. Kyle said nine. And Kyle's Kyle, you're last. Nice. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Rebecca, name three things that need electricity: light, computer, dishwasher. Okay. Mock, name three flavors of milkshake. Uh, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. That's bullshit. Not bacon, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, it was bacon, banana. Thank you. Where'd you, you guys get that from? Do it bacon. Five guys. Five guys. Hey, did you ever notice that, like, Five Guys burgers are never, like, one's never enough? Yeah. I know. But, like, but like one fry is, like, deadly. Yeah. And you always get, like, diarrhea no matter what. Most of anything. Can I think you have a diarrhea problem? <laughs> well, sometimes I don't. He has... Kendall has, even though he's tall, he has this like weird disease where he just has a tube that goes straight from his throat to his ass. I just imagine that your body doesn't process water well, so it just shits out. Yeah, that's why I drink so much. <laughs> so to... just constant loose stool. Yeah, I'm trying to you know, right. you know fight that. <laughs> you should eat handfuls of flour, thicken it up. That's really good. Sand. Ooh, create a ruin. Create a nice ruin there. Ugh. I have a constant Massey. chicken pot pie. Massey, you name three things in your pencil case. Uh, highlighter, marker, pencil. Bacon. Kendall, name three words ending with F-U-L. Plentiful. Yeah. <laughs> I was hooked on that word right away and had no plan <laughs> otherwise. Alright, Kyle. Yeah. Redeem yourself. Name three different exercises. Shake weight, uh, running, <laughs> and jogging. You know, he gets it. He gets it. He gets it. That was so <laughs> funny. Shake weight right after the <laughs> oh, oh. right, Rebecca. Oh Rebecca, name three songs by the Beatles. Hey, Jude. Uh, no. Hey, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Steve. <laughs> All right, uh, Mark. Oh. Ooh, Mark, I'm really sorry about this one, bud. Name, Name three Formula One drivers. Ooh. Oh, Tony Montana, Rodrigo Rodriguez, and <laughs> Hector Salon. I don't think we need a fact check on that. I think that's correct, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Ask anyone. <clears throat> Massey. I, I would like to contest <laughs> Massey. He, he stepped away. Did he? Very yeah, abruptly. What the fuck? We're in the middle of a game. Who wants to take a turn for him? I will. All right, Kyle, name three female country singers. Yeah. Katy Perry. <laughs> okay. All right, Kendall, you have 30 seconds to wait before I can figure out how to play this game with one finger again. Okay. Um, you should pick uh, Walk In On Them and then see what happens next. No, and then after, And then after, <laughs> after you confront them, either forgive her... <laughs> you know the best part about that game it's genius because it just it never ends this is to give you an option for every possible scenario and you don't gain anything you just keep going through life that's true alright Kendall name three things that are white okay milk paper cow <laughs> <laughs> so so real quick Paul I, I was checking Reddit real quick, and they're talking about Becky Lynch being pregnant. Yeah. And someone just writes, "Congratulations are in order for Becky and Seth Rollins. Good job on the sex." <laughs> <laughs> Congrats on the right. sex, Kyle. Yep. Name three things you can do with paper. Write, color, and paint. Good for you. Good for you. All right. Kyle's in the lead with two. After two rounds, I gave I'd like to point out I was given a fake question. No, it was a real question, just a real shitty one. Rebecca, name three breakfast foods. French toast, egg cereal. What up? Uh, egg cereal is not a real thing. Oh, God, you've never been to our house then. <laughs> Actually, I saw this thing today where like people are taking pancake batter and they're putting little drops in a big pan to make tiny, like the most like fingertip sized pancakes, and then they just put them in a bowl and make it milk. Oh. All right, Mike Mock, name three things that stink. <laughs> Kyle, poop, Kendall. <laughs> He's, he's right, you know. <laughs> All right, Chris Massey. Yeah. Name three things that are red. Uh, fire trucks, fire hydrants, and apples. Fire trucks, fire trucks, fire trucks. <laughs> Why don't you just say fire? <laughs> or fire apples. <laughs> All right, Kendall. <laughs> yes. Kendall, name three things with zippers. Okay, zip code, zipper, and, uh... <laughs> he always starts with okay, and it takes away a second. I had no plan. Did you say zip code? Uh, zip code? <laughs> the zipper has a zipper. Oh, oh my god, shit. this is too good. Uh, well, Matt, enjoy. You got 30 seconds to laugh at it. While I try to find 17 words. Wait, is this, um... I'm thinking we're about to eat. Word, eat, wait, Kyle? is it Wordscapes, Paul? But I don't know, but you know what? I, I, I'm in, no, it's not Wordscapes. I'm in my car, and I can think of like seven places I'd like to go right now. I'm gonna. I think next week I'm gonna try to do the podcast live from my drive-through window. What? I think next week I'm gonna do the podcast live from my drive-through window. <laughs> Just ask them to guest star. You can interview Kyle's buddy at McDonald's. <laughs> Kyle. Yep. Name three famous animals. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, Air, Air Bud, Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Right, so now, Kyle, you went from being solo and lead two to one to now Kendall being solo and last with one. I was trying to think of the Carrello, but I couldn't think of it. Harambe? Yep. Rebecca? Yes. Name three things that you find on a work computer. Documents, spreadsheets, PowerPoints. No, it was porn. Does anyone else hear that that noise? (laughs) Mark just got another fucking softball. Mark, you ready? Yes. Name three snakes. Uh, Boa constrictor, rattlesnake, garter snake. Wow, Um, what a fucking miss. All right, Chris Massey, you named three famous YouTubers. Uh, PewDiePie, Markiplier, Gamers. What? Kyle doesn't yeah. watch any of those. Yeah, pretty much only Massey was going to get three of those. No, I would have got three. Kendall. Yes. Name three non-chocolate candies. Uh, Skittles, Starburst, and Triscuits. <laughs> <laughs> and a Hershey bar. I had I had Reeson's lock and loaded, and it was gonna be no good. Kyle, Reeses. Yeah. Name three famous ands. And ands. Are the ant from Bug Life? Aunt May and <laughs> no. Nope. And Margaret. And Hathaway. And Taylor. I thought you said ants. <laughs> <laughs> the ant from Bugs and, and if Kyle was able to name three ants like that, he deserved it. Because for a totally misunderstanding, you know he had three and ready to I, go. I thought you said ant, and then Kyle was saying ants, so I thought I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like he whipped out the ant in May. That's awesome. That was a good one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, especially if you're talking about Tom Holland's Aunt May. Yes, I want to see that new movie with Pete Davidson in it where she's in there. All right, we're going to the last round. Last round here. Rebecca. Yes. Name three things that begin with the letters S-I. Silk. Silence. Single. Science. (laughs) That's what you're about to be. Mike Mock. Yes. Name three things you wouldn't want to put in your mouth. Tuna fish, cottage cheese, and caviar. That's not true. It's <laughs> absolutely true on all three of those. Massey, name three things you don't understand. Uh, love, life, and how happiness. Happy. Well, you, so, that was you so love sad. That <laughs> <laughs> was so sad. Um, <laughs> sip of silence? <laughs> Kendall. Yes. Name three card games. Uh poker, uh blackjack, and rummy. He said car. Oh, par course? No, car like an automobile. Car. Oh. Um Honda. <laughs> Kyle. Hmm. Name three famous Australians. 
Steve Irwin, Steve Irwin's daughter, and Steve Irwin's son. I would have also accepted Stephen Adams. <laughs> He's New Zealand. All right, so we're into it. We got, we got a three-way tie for first. Are, are we, hold on, are we accept? Are we accepting Kyle's answer today? He, he lost anyway. <laughs> okay. Really, all it would have done by not giving it to him was it would have it would have meant that Kendall didn't finish in last by himself. <laughs> and don't we want Kendall to finish in last by himself? Also, Mark, you get all the layup questions. So I don't want to. Yeah, Kyle, uh, who's a Formula One driver, you bitch? That's the only hard one you got all nine rounds. Mario Andretti? <laughs> Shut up, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was fun. Mario Andretti? Uh... Oh, so, oh, wait, wait, no, Formula One, Iron Man, and Mickey Rourke. Wait, is John Force for- Formula One or no? It doesn't matter. Yeah, unfortunately, like at all. unfortunately, I only exclusively follow the Formula 2 circuit. <laughs> right. Because they have pizza there. I'm a big three F- guy. Yeah. I pretty F- much 14. I pretty much only follow racing in the desert. <laughs> would, would you have accepted Vin Diesel and Paul Walker and The Rock? Yes. So, Voodoo Chris was also acceptable, but Tyrese was not. Oh come on! I uh I came across something funny the other day that was it a mirror. <laughs> well, that one just was unpleasant. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it kind of it kind of bounces back to an argument that always comes up on the show. Uh, cheaters! Please don't. No, 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 no. Uh, the the great uh Eddie Lacy debate. Oh, oh K- Kendall was wrong. <laughs> so there's no the only debate is Kendall versus us. <laughs> but here here's where Kendall may not have been wrong. No, oh, no, because we have a switcher. No, no, no. It's uh, not that I'm a switcher, but Kendall's always stood by that it's not like they pulled this draft pick out of nowhere. The year before, Eddie Lacy was the offensive rookie of the year. So I mean, the guy was showing some promise. <laughs> so you know, the only reason he I was picked because you know, as the guy gifted with the first overall pick, uh, I did my research because uh, that's what I was told to do. Le'Veon Bell was on a four-game suspension. Who was the guy would most likely have gone first, but because of that suspension, it kind of hurt his draft stock, quote unquote. So Eddie Lacy was the favorite pick uh, amongst like. Seven but out there was of a eight guy drafts. There named Adrian Peterson. Okay. Wasn't that the year he came off his torn ACL, though? I think it was Can, the year that Kyle, he... This is the, my, my biggest problem with this argument, is that I didn't just dream this up. I didn't just like, oh, this guy may be good. I did exactly what I was told to do. But, for, but here, for... No, that's not true. We all were sitting in the room, and we all told you Kyle, not pick That is not true either. That is not true. You know those people who told me not to pick him after the draft was freaking over. That's not true. We Kyle, were all Buffalo Wild right it, after, so I know we didn't. Kyle, after the fact does not help me when I'm drafting. Yeah, that was that was a different draft, Kyle. Yeah, you're talking about a different one. The Kyle. Buffalo Wild Wings draft was the first draft we did when everyone shit on Massey because all he did was pick Rams. And that's when Chris <laughs> and then didn't check his lineup the entire year. Well, no, that's just similar. And then Chris 
Chris Jankowski went with us and bought an Amstel Light because none of us were 21. And then he showed Kendall his Quest name Love CD collection. Yeah, that was pretty weird. That actually, yeah, that actually happened. It's <laughs> your real thing that happened. But but I I just wanted to make the point that at the time the pick wasn't bad. Traitor. Thank where, you. Where Kendall really botched it is that he holds on tight and he didn't accept my trade, which would have probably been the worst fantasy trade I would have ever made. Because I offered him Antonio Brown for Eddie Lacy. Why? Uh, I, I think I also had Julio Jones, and I needed a running back. Ever since so, then, Mark's been a Jew about his trades. That's not true. Yes, it is. You also can't make one trade a year, and that's with me. That means nothing. That's not true. Last year, I did more trades last season than ever. Yeah, with your brother. That's not true. Juju, brother. You Kyle, can't you, you say approve that on the, the trade you show. I'm just saying, me and you make one trade a year. That means absolutely nothing. We didn't do that last year. We thought about it. Which is the opposite of what Kyle and I do. <laughs> we just go, hey, you want my team and I'll take yours? Sure. Me and Kyle, yeah, there was one year we traded Alfred Morris uh, back and forth like three times. <laughs> Three consecutive weeks. We needed a running back each week. <laughs> May I make a, a counter-argument? Sure. All right. So I'm looking at the stats here. So Eddie Lacy did win Rookie of the Year. There's no disputing that. It's very well noted. So what he went up against was, which this one I thought was extremely interesting. He beat out Keenan Allen. By a landslide, Keenan Allen had a thousand yards receiving in his rookie year and eight touchdowns, which he has he hasn't had more than eight touchdowns ever. So that one definitely. But then after that, it gets pretty dicey. It's Giovanni Bernard, Larry Warford, and Cordell Patterson. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not like it was a rich rookie class, offensive rookie class to go up against that year. But but even still, but even still. He wins rookie, of the, so it's not like it wasn't like he was just some bum that Kendall, you know. Well, no, he became Kendall, a bum right after that rookie year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He did. The 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 point is that the pick was not just a wanderlust pick that was like, oh, this guy made. No, you, you're 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 a diehard Packer supporter. That was the last picker uh, picker last Packer I think I ever picked. Can I give you some advice? Better than anyone. So every year you pretty much pick Julio Jones, right? Kyle, you know why I pick him? Because I get the eighth pick every year no, and all fine. the running backs are gone. That's fine, but what do you do like right before the season starts? <laughs> you trade Julio Jones. <laughs> no, no. Wait I, I wait five weeks. Keep him. Kendall, there's no, there's no way. Kendall didn't, Kendall didn't pick him that year, the year after his Rookie of the Year campaign. There's no way. Why? Because we wouldn't be making fun of it. He picked him the year. He picked him after his sophomore season. Eddie Lacy's sophomore season stats. So this, like, this is this is only improving the argument that Mock presented for Kendall's sake. But so Eddie Lacy, his rookie year, rushed for almost 1,200 yards with 11 touchdowns, and had 257 receiving yards. 
the following year, he played in all 16 games. He had 1,139 yards, nine touchdowns, and then he also had 427 receiving yards on 42 receptions and four touchdowns. There's no way we there's no way we would have shit on that year. The following year, yeah, so it had to have the been. following year he played in 15 games. He rushed for 700 yards, two touchdowns, had four lost fumbles, and had 188 receiving yards. What what year was that? That was 2015. Makes sense. That he had the bad year. Yeah, because that that it that must have been it because it was after Kendall won the league, and that was 2013. There's no proof that Kendall ever won the league, by the way. That is true. Show us your prize. Yep, impossible. One thing that helps me is the the Yahoo app that shows me an, an empty gesture of an award for <laughs> Which is fine, but ever since that year, you finished ninth or tenth. That's not true. I finished seventh and eighth plenty of times. Ninth and tenth at least <laughs> once. But kind of the point also, the Kyle, point is regardless. Don't talk to me about bad trades when you jacked Kendall out of Julio Jones. And kind of the point is no I matter what no matter what, year. Kyle. After the first season or second season, you know, two very good years for me, for him to be a projected, a very good running back, and then Le'Veon Bell, a guy who was on a suspension, all the fantasy leagues telling him, telling the people, the idiots of the world, like myself, to pick him is a good choice. I am not wrong. Anybody in the first round could be a dud. Eddie Lacy is the most recent example, and we will wait well, until the next first round fantasy dud occurs to I save think, like, me. If you pick, if you have the first pick and you don't pick Christian McCaffrey, you're an idiot. Kyle, didn't you have the first pick and you took? Or, or, when did you get David Johnson? I had like I put him in the second round with the second pick. Well, Kyle, I haven't had the first round pick since that day, so. No, I'm saying like. This year, because Chris McCaffrey is a guy that loves to throw to the running backs. Yeah. But who did you trade Kendall David Johnson for? I thought it was Julio Jones. This year? Yeah. No, I didn't have Julio Jones. I had Julio Jones. I think I traded Paul Holly Julio Jones. <laughs> yeah, he traded me Julio Jones. Julio. I forget who you traded then, Kyle, because you traded away David Johnson. You traded David Johnson to me. He traded David Johnson to me for, like, a scrub receiver because he needed a receiver. Because he had Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones was killing it for him. No, I thought he traded David Johnson early. That was last year, I think. I'm going to pick him again. (laughs) But either way, Kendall... The pick at the time was good. Hindsight, you should have traded him. Agreed. Well, I think there's more hindsight to it though, because I, I don't think any I don't think anybody else except for Vito in that in that draft would have picked him number one. Oh my god, Vito had all the Ravens. Was so fun. And, th- and two of them were suspended. I remember when he had all the Eagles running backs and played three of them in one week. Funny. The Vicar Sick was playing all three. If he played two, he would have made all five. <laughs> take, it, take it from the Chargers expert. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be a big year for me. <laughs> Kendall's going Herbert round one. Oh, yeah. 
gonna be you know, I think Herbert's I think pizza. About that, I think about that every year, just taking like the best bear available on every round. <laughs> but then I feel like somebody would catch on to it by round five and fuck me over, and I had nothing to trade them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys want to do the live draft again this year? Or you guys want to do it on the computer? Oh, I no, do live, draft. live was so fun. Right. I don't Kendall, ever you don't even do remember anything. it. I remember most of it. I remember the draft. Then it got kind of foggy. <laughs> I I don't like ever want to do another regular like just computer draft ever. You guys had fun with the other ones? We drank so much red dog. <laughs> Kendall drank so much red dog. Yeah, that's yes I did. I felt so bad for Tyler. Why? That was so funny. What happened? He put up 190 points against me. He and lost. He were doing the draft. He didn't know that Melvin Gordon was like holding out. <laughs> so he's sitting there and he picked him in the third round and he starts talking shit. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he's not, not playing. What do you mean? Yeah, but don't forget when Kendall drafted somebody that wasn't playing at all for the whole year yeah. and then got stuck with Tatum and Mandola. And then the whole, the whole second half of the season, I'd rather get no points than be burned. And I'm like, That's what you got to do. He he tried to trade me Amendola a whole bunch of times. Oh yeah, take my garbage. I believe. Well, was I was the, I, uh, I was trading for other garbage. Hey, you guys remember our fantasy baseball team? No. Yeah, I went to the finals. No, like this year. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, fantasy basketball, I'm in first. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's a it's a moot point. We can't justify it based off of the way the season ended. So so we have a few minutes left here. I, I wanted to bring something up. Um, we we talked about it at the top of the show, but so now with the MLB season looking like it's going to be a shortened season, what eighty games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Does it bother anybody that that completely kind of screws up, like, all-time records? I mean... You mean because it's like... Because everybody ages a year even if they don't play? But, well, no. So, like, I look at a player like a Mike Trout. Yeah. Right? So, he's losing half a season like in his prime that's what i'm saying like you age another year but the seat but you don't get the season to go with it but but so but what i mean so like you you're losing those 80 games so you're losing all those at bats so you know his hit total and and so on you know that that kind of yeah but just substitute it for the injury he would have got this year (laughs) doesn't matter that's why that guy's never gonna be the best baseball player of all time because the guy can't stay healthy we did last year. Once. <laughs> no, I no, I, I know. But like I, I look at things like like I know me and Kyle argue all the time, like Pete Rose's record. You know if if anyone was going to make a run at it that's playing right now, they're now out. Because they just lost eighty games. Yeah. You know? So it, it's just kind of a Unless bummer. they make next year longer. <laughs> <laughs> next year's season and a half. <laughs> well, here's what they're gonna do. They're just gonna they're gonna play. They're just gonna play from the start of July until next October. <laughs> All the that games could be. 
that could be interesting if like over the next like five years each season is you know 10 games longer or 15 whatever the to combat for it yeah i don't think the players union would go for that oh see but then then you run into the problem with like Okay, but then like a player like Mike Trout, if he's if he's healthy for he's fifteen hurt, more yeah. games, then the home what's the home record home run record mean? The RBI record? No, absolutely. You know that's, that's why what I'd... I mean. It, it's just it's kind of a bummer that you know stats you know like what, that. Are... I don't think any one of them are like sticking my body like that. It doesn't matter if they are. Maybe not right now, but, but there, there's saw, no way. I saw a thing that when Mike like, Trout when Mike Trout goes down, like finishes his career and finds out that he's a hundred fucking base hits short of Pete Rose's record, he'll think about it. Like the MLB, the MLBPA, like a lot of the guys just want to play. Like they're just over. Like they just they don't care what the circumstances. They came out and said, "Well, we'll just play in any." Of course, they want to play, but it's the same thing, Kyle. We talked, you and I talked about it. It's like. The MLB is different than any other sport because of the roster size. How many how many MLB players are there on a roster? If yeah, Korea is doing it, but there so far. But they have a different they have a different policy than us. They're different countries. It's not like Minneapolis is allowing the Twins to play and the Florida is not letting the Marlins play. It's the whole country. They shouldn't. But I'm just saying, how many players are on a baseball team? Twenty six. How many coaches are there? Like ten. So you're looking at thirty six times two is seventy two. But, but it's fine. So, I, I get it. I'm saying, but, but seventy two plus four umpires. So it doesn't matter. For an MLB game to function without fans, you're still putting a hundred people in the stadium. You take the temperatures, make sure they're good, and you're good to go. But even then, it's. It, it it's so sp- like I want sports back and this. And that, Here's but... the thing the, for for me with the but way like that... it's the same but like football. If what if what if this is going on in August in September? Then you do the same if... thing. It's gonna suck just as bad. So you either you either play the sports and you you either play the sports and you quarantine these people from their families. That's the only way I'm okay with it. A pl- an MLB player shouldn't be allowed that? shouldn't be allowed to play a sport where they're going to be in contact with a hundred people. And then go home and see their fucking grandmother, and then they, she fucking gets coronavirus because he carried it, and they have no idea. So either play the sport, and they don't get to see their family till it's done, which I guarantee you, you'd find a lot of players really quickly that wouldn't be interested in playing. I know there's a lot of athletes out there that if they were told they couldn't go home to see their families because of the risk of spreading coronavirus, they wouldn't play. Yeah, I don't think Verlander would play. Well, Verlander probably doesn't want to play anyway. <laughs> Can you blame him? That guy's got so many mirror selfies to take. <laughs> that was the funniest <laughs> photo. That photo was so funny. I remember that when it came out. I was scrolling through and I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> I only wish that a Christian Cavalier Jake Cutler one came out. Same photo, just them. They should have done a reenactment. You see, you see the thing with him when you know because they're getting divorced. The mansion. And she, yeah, and she asked him for money to buy a mansion, and he froze all their accounts and told her to get a job. Which is so funny because she has a job and he doesn't. 
<laughs> she was on that show, Chris Massey, Laguna Beach. No, she's from the hills, isn't she? No, so she they they all started. Well, not all of them. Let me rephrase that. Lauren Conrad and Kristen Cavallari started on Laguna Beach. We're a sports show. I'm sorry, we can't. Save it. Save it for getting Laguna with Beach. <laughs> Mass is the host. They have in Massey's house. There's two seasons of Laguna Beach in their DVD rack. And I don't. I would not believe that Massey owns either of them. I no, Ashley owns them. Me, yes, he, now, I noticed. Now, if you told me it. that he had the complete series of Dawson's Creek, I'd believe those are masses. When we were downstairs <laughs> in your basement playing that code words game, I was observing your DVD racks, and two of them were at Laguna Beach. So while you guys were playing that game where Rebecca was tied up, she was looking around for an exit strategy. Um, does anybody want to review their beer by any chance? Oh, I the do. Budweiser's a Budweiser. Does it taste like Clydesdale? Yeah. Mass, Mass, how's the lemon tea? Pretty good. Would you get it again? Yeah, I have like seven more of these downstairs. How many stars? Four. Aroma rating? Seven. What? <laughs> Kendall? I've had, uh, I'm working on my fifth beer of the show tonight. I started with the Cisco uh, Brewers Whale Tail Pale Ale, uh, which actually I reviewed on my golf show uh, before very briefly, so I didn't give the full review, but 5.6%. Uh, region uh, brewed in New Hampshire, Portsmouth, uh, but they book it out of Nantucket. Uh, $17 for the variety pack, amber color, aromas uh, earthy, floral, uh, same flavor profile. Basically, it's like the weakest IPA you've ever had. Um, it's not bad. It just is not really exciting. Two stars. Uh, maybe would get again. And I've had two Bud Light Lemon Teas, which are pretty bleh, and a two-year-old uh, Blue Point Toasted Lager I'm working on right now. A two-year-old. Well, one or two years old, but regardless, how old it is isn't it? Right. Kyle? Um, fuck. I dropped it. My so dog was very good. I thought you'd like it. It, it had my citrus flavor to me that I like. Um, it wasn't very... didn't have a lot of, like, boost taste to it. It was very smooth, very, very tasty. Nice. Better than mine this week. I had the toadstool from Firefly Hollow, um, kind of like a flatter nitro stout, um, five and a half percent. Um, kind of doesn't really have that chalky quality you tend to get from those nitro milk stouts. Um, not overly chocolatey or overly um, malty, just kind of like a blander Gunner's Daughter kind of deal, which we reviewed on the show before. Um, I'd give it. I'd give it two and a half stars, and I would probably get it again, like on draft or something like that. It's just a kind of one of the mill. Who's the what's it? Um, hey, Mark, if people wanted to like find out more about the Gunner's Daughter, how could they listen to more beer reviews? Well, they can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports and Trucks. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's Formula One driving off of cliffs or cliff diving off of a Formula One driver. 
Be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. We're also live on Spreaker every week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be sure to check out the Peter Pino Show Wednesday night uh, from 7.30 to 10.30. Check out the 4Live crew. Kendall, who's the other guy? And the uh, <laughs> Joe Antonio Show. Joe so Antonio. Funny. Every <laughs> Every week, I can't remember that guy's name. It's easy. Everything rhymes. Joe Antonio Show. You know, you know what it is, Kendall. I keep thinking of Phil, like Antonelli. I can't oh. get that out. He's thinking I of can't. Jose Abreu. <laughs> it's Bobby Abreu. Juan Uribe. Ooh, that's the second time he's come up. Yeah. He's coming on the show. Oh, also, awesome. um, real quick before we sign off, I'd like to give a uh, a shout out. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, the what? What's the guy from Barstool there? Portroy. Oh yeah, David Portnoy. <laughs> yeah, he he won the auction to sit and watch the Monday night game with. The oh commission. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and if you remember, if you remember from the uh, New England Patriots Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl. He snuck into the Super Bowl with fake press passes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so good. And he, he has a full line of Fire Goodell merchandise. They were the ones um, a couple years back. I think like the week one game was the Chiefs Patriots. Mm-hmm. And and they this was after that Super Bowl. And they wouldn't let Barstool in the stadium. So they went to all the tailgating. And they were handing out the the terrible towels with the clown face Goodell. Yeah, uh, Eric has one because he was at the game. But they oh, were really? just going up to people tailgate, and they were handing out these flags, and then everyone had them in the stadium for the game. That's awesome. Yeah. So that I hope they televise that because it could be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, hopefully by maybe next week we'll have kind of a game plan on when we might be back live in studio, live and in living color, baby. 2021. And um, once we're back in studio, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned already in the works for that, some in-person stuff that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, but other than that, I'm your host Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Machine washable. No, thank you. Welcome. I'm Mark. Machine <laughs> washable. No, thank you. You're I'm Mass Chris Massey. And I'm Kenny the Rat. <laughs> Yeah.